As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Jabba with the T Prowley brings to you... Nope, that ain't it. To be the Jabbo, you gotta... Woo! Be... No, that ain't it either. What you gonna do, TV, when Jabbo and his ten and a half inch? No, that's not it either. Oh yeah, dick. Nope, nope, that ain't it. Live and in living color, Teeb gonna get funky like a monkey. Now he ain't here. You got a hundred percent of cold heart. I go nuts. Can you smell what the Jabbo's? Is that chicken wings? <laughs> Jet flying, limousine riding, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woof. No, that ain't it either. Big Papa Jabs is your hookup. Holler if you hear me. Take it easy. And if it's easy, take it twice. That's a little better. I like that a little better. I'm the man formerly known as Phil the Thrill from Woo Jacksonville. And I like to bring on two men with faces made for radio. That's me and you. Uh, Jabbo and the TV is, no, TV ain't here. It's Jabbo and the Nuts. So you're left with a much better looking bearded co-host. It's me. It's true. It's damn true. It's I Go Nuts, the man of the hour, the power of tower. Too sweet to be woo sour. Hey, TB, what you think about that open? It doesn't matter what you think. Now go get your fucking shine box. Brought to you in part by Odds Pod Media. Can I get jumped in now? Do I get a patch or a cut? Do I need to get a tattoo that says property of the Jabbo, like Teeb? Can I at least think about it first? <laughs> Nailed it. One take. <coughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm completely happy. This this just went from a, like, it's cool how when you came here, you're like, oh, man, fucking, you got to do the whole Jabbo and the Teeb thing. And I, I was like, I want the opening. Nail the fuck, like, knock that bitch out the fucking. 
Yeah, you know what? I, fuck it. You just heard probably one of the most solid openings we ever had. One take. Th- th- this just went from being Jabbo and the team to, well, yes, welcome to another episode of Jabbo and the team. But we pulled in a fucking guest host. You guys know TV had his birthday, his ass is on the road. And we're not even waiting till Wednesday to put this bitch out. This is not a fucking three-way Wednesday. This is like a sloppy second Saturday. <laughs> And it does not fucking matter. Okay. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Thank you. you for coming in. And this we will officially name as I spill alcohol all over the fucking what table. What are you doing? I don't know. I can't pour for shit. I, I can tell. Well, then you do it. Give you're me the, this. You're people don't, like, you're fired. No. Like, you're niggas fired. bring 40s to Guess the house. what? People oh, don't really, oh, I just did it too. Oh, see, I just did it too. Look, talking see? all that shit. Mm-hmm. But now, I guess this officially goes from being a special episode of Jab on the Team to Jabbo Goes Nuts. So that's that's what we <laughs> or go. We could call it Wrestling with I Go Nuts. We can call it the Wrestling with I Go We could do that shit, too. But thank you for doing this, man. What, what's going on? Uh, nothing, man, other than we just I'm so spilled glad. a whole bunch of stuff over here. I know. I'm so like happy that. I nailed that in one take. I thought I was going to end up stuttering. The only weird thing is, I will tell you, probably leaned into the mic extra hard, so niggas, niggas are going to have to turn it down, but I'm not redoing it. I don't anymore. care. Don't turn it, don't I, turn I, it down. Turn I'm it up. Not. No, I'm not. You should. Either that or it'll break people's speakers, but I don't give a fuck. It's cool. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on, Nothing, man? man? I'm here. I made it. You're normally here all the damn time, but this is the first time I've seen you in like. Well, you know the kids keep t- keep saying, "Daddy, you, Daddy, when are we going back over to, to Mr. TJ's house?" And you go to Vegas, and you've been working Vegas, and all this yeah. other kind of shit. I haven't seen the kid. Like the kids saw me, and they were like, "Something, nigga." And I'm like, hey, how you guys like doing? That. Just yeah, like that. They like they didn't say it, but I could feel it. You could feel I could it. feel the what, yeah. what did the the late great Charlie Murphy said is like I, his aura. I could feel their aura. It was like urch. <laughs> like the kids were like, I'm like, oh hey, what's up? How y'all doing? And what's up, nigga? Okay. And then it, like they just kind of looked through me like. It's cool that you're here, but, you so know. Just look at him and I'm, say, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> I'm pretty sure what, <laughs> one of them respectfully had to look in his eye like, and hey, who the bitch is that? <laughs> I was like, what the? I was like, are you referring to my kids? And the thing is, like, you're a child, so I came back, like, hey, nigga, watch your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> like, he just looked at me. They rolled up out the car, and I'm like, oh, hey, how you guys doing? Oh, I ain't seen you know what I was going on. Nigga, fuck all that. <laughs> Like, where the bitch is that nigga? I'm like, oh, okay. And he said it with a look. And your kids are tiny, adorable, and white. So they just kind of like, they look like cute little Whoville people. And, Whoville? They just turn their and they're like, yeah. we're so adorable. But for some reason in my head, I turned that into something mad nigga. Hey, nigga, where the bitch is that? But that's not what that's I said. That's not how they talk like, in that's Whoville. That's not what I said to him, daddy. <laughs> in my Whoville, they do. Like, hey, in my Whoville, the Grinch ain't doing shit. <laughs> Hey, nigga, I'm coming to get your presents. The who's in my in my Whoville is like, hey, try it, nigga. That's right. <laughs> like, say something else. That dog gonna have one antler in my ass, nigga. You gonna have one eye? Take my shit. See what happened. But, and why does every all my who's sound like fucking 90s gangsters from John Singleton's movies? Like the Grinch rolls up to steal hey, some hey, shit. Hey, hey, Doughboy. Doughboy. It's like a little Doughboy who wouldn't take any shit. He stood on the front porch with little Chris and shit. He pulled up his shirt and he had a fucking gat and he was ready for that bitch to go splat. Like, I, why, why do all my who's... Tat, tat, I'm so happy you did this show with me. Jesus wept. And I, I really hope... T, wherever you are, I'm, I, I kind of feel bad. I kind of want him to be here for yeah. this, but I love you, kid, but fuck him. 
<laughs> I can't feel too bad about saying it because I've already told him to get a shine box. My brother, my brother's over at uh, my brother's over at because fuck you. That's why I dropped him a nice little little love note at the end of their episode, and I'm I know for a fact he hasn't listened to it yet. But we're we're real happy you decided to come and guest host, man. <laughs> I'm here. Mm. Now that we've gangsterized all the who's, we have gangsters the who's fucking. So I was talking to you earlier. And I'm like, you just had, you just can't text me on the side. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking with you. Oh, why you say some sideways shit on? No, and I have no problem with this. But I thought it was cute. I'm like, you just had to throw me on, on under the bus and Twitter in front what, of everybody. What was it? You, y'all made some. Me kind and of... my, it was me and my Dean Malenko. Oh, you when said, I referred yeah. to Dean Malenko as the man of a thousand and one holes, and he's not, and he is the man Chris of Jericho a thousand holes. Man of thousand Chris, and, one. and that's when they had their beef. And Chris Jericho's like, well, I'm the man of a thousand and one right. holes. And every other one's an armbar. Yeah, but. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We I and and the the cool thing about it is I'd always told you and we talked about this forever ago. And I think we went into it a little bit because you are you are my veteran. You're my podcast veteran. You're the only person I believe that's been on both shows. And the fucked up thing about it is I actually do the show both shows about to be three in the same fucking spot. And the guy who you're replacing right now mm-hmm. has not been on my other show. He's he doesn't like, even listen I'm, to the other show. No, he doesn't even listen no. to Jabalji. I was no. like, he, like he doesn't even know that I've changed the name of the show. I dropped the name. I dropped Jabalji one on one. It's now Jabalji. So I just do Jabalji with the tagline. It's a little bit of all right. I right. changed the logo on the one. Right. But we were talking about you coming on the show, and I was like, it started because we were talking about wrestling shit. And both of you are old school wrestling guys, and I don't fuck with wrestling anymore. But I was like, dude, that'd be cool if we could just literally sit down for a few hours and just go in and out about wrestling. So this started back then. And then I'm like, Hey, Teeb's on the road. It's his birthday. And he I need just, a guest host. He's going to do shit. Do you want a guest host? And then originally it was going to be my old lady and it would have been cool doing it with her, but we're about to do, um, we're about to do scene in 15 right. together too. Um, so I don't want to overkill it. Plus she has to sleep with me. I think that's a big enough penance that she shouldn't have to record shit with me, too. I mean, I've seen me naked, so it's not that bad. But, like, I asked her to Valkyrie me one night. And the the weird thing about it is I'm all for progressive sexual positions. But when I asked her to Valkyrie me, I was the the the, the lady. So I was on my back with my legs in the air. And I asked her to just get in that position. I'm like... So this is what it's like having my dumbass stand like this is I'm like I'm sorry. Like I thought the I thought the abortion in Texas thing was bad. It's like fuck all that. It's like, dude, I've let you Valkyrie me and I immediately apologize for everything because if that is how you have to see me during my moments of passion with all of my fat ass weight on you, I understand like Mother's Day probably means a little bit more now. I'm going to do more than get you the, the Walmart flowers because I know that it's like, oh, you let me do it with you. We upgrade to Sam's Club. It's like, yikes. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I always say stupid shit to make sure she lets me do it too. Oh, I love you so much. Let's do this Valkyrie thing. <laughs> and I don't know why. But so I, I guess I feel her pain. Why, how the fuck did we end up here? I don't Anyways, know. Anyway, what I was trying to say is... We were having this back and forth about wanting to do the wrestling thing, and, and uh, it would have been great if TV was here because he's a wrestling dude too. But when you called me out over the Dean Malenko man of a thousand, man of a thousand one holds, it like I still was going through watching all that wrestling shit, and I still wanted to have a wrestling conversation mm-hmm. with you because you were like one of my definitive wrestling people. 
Um, I've had uh, my homeboy Rock Rogers. I had him on uh, Jabology, and he's a huge wrestling guy too. He's he's actually the guy that we went and did the John Cena thing with when right, we went to right. to the Rock uh, to see the Rock at uh, Monday Night Raw. But there's something about watching those documentaries. I immediately wanted to text you. Oh, you talking about the dark we, side of the ring? We started. Yes. I, what time did I fucking text you? It was, it was like it was, it was in the middle of the yeah. fucking night. Like I, I think I saw that you were up on something. You would like something on Twitter. I'm like, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Fuck is this nigga doing up? He don't sleep. Yeah, and you're like me. And I was watching Dark Side of the Mat, and I'm like, oh, it's nah, Dark Side of the Room. Dark, dark, I keep calling because I want to keep calling it Beyond the Mat. That's, that's completely different. Yeah, and Beyond yeah. the Mat is different from Dark Side of the Ring. So I wanted to like, I, I want this motherfuckers up. And I just watched this whole documentary. Have you seen on, all of them, or are you Chris- just kind of picking no, and choosing? I, see, here's the thing. I started out with picking and choosing. So immediately, well, right off the rip, I and I told this to Lita. I told this to Lita's face. God bless Amy. I love Amy Dumas. I love her. She's amazing. I do. I had a big wrestling crush on her. But the one time that I ran into her at a at a comic con in Nashville, and I had to watch this episode same one first, I went to. Yeah, I told her straight up. I was like, I'm sorry, but you were you were like you're in my top five. Miss Elizabeth was my number one. Like I loved Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth was I the think shit. Everybody loved like I, I don't know why she was just the chick to me. So the very first, as soon as I turned it on, the very first episode I saw was the documentary about uh, her and the Macho Man. So I watched that. After I watched that, then immediately the next one is like the Montreal Screwjob. If you were a wrestling fan, period, the Montreal Screwjob is like it's up there. It's in my mind the Montreal screw job in my mind is probably probably one of the top five. I'd probably narrow it down to top three during my lifetime biggest moments well, it's, in wrestling. It, that's a definitive point in wrestling yeah. history, yeah. Because <clears throat> that really was huge. that was when they started to turn from the, the cartoon base to the more reality-based stuff. Yeah, and I remember that being a huge thing, so of course I watched that one. After that, that's when I got picky and cheesy. So... And then I started sending you stuff. You gotta watch this one. Yeah, this you're, and the thing is... And this the one's thing, okay. And God bless her, my old lady, and all of her wonderful pregnant, oh God, I have to deal with this nigga state. I'm like, yeah, I'm up texting I go, and she just has this look. You know the same way I gave your kid that nigga where the bitches at look? Right. She had this look on her face like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, but I'm texting Naga right now. She's like, apparently you didn't get the first look I gave you. That was the I don't give a fuck, nigga. Guess what this one is. But I'm like, oh, there's wrestling documentaries on. And I swear before the Lord, she just kind of looked at me and she was like, oh, are you? And it rolled over and went straight to sleep. She was just like, I'm going to just, I'm going to turn this shit off. I'm just going to turn, I'm going to turn my whole body to let this nigga know I love him, but I'm not with it. But I couldn't stop. Like I, I ran through, mm-hmm. I did my picking and choosing. And then I got to a point where I'm like, eh. I really don't know too much about New Jack, but well, the New you, Jack one you, was good. The New yeah. Jack one was fucking insane. That dude's crazy. I still haven't finished all. Of was them, crazy. Though. Rest in peace, New Jack. I still haven't. Wow, he's on that tour. <laughs> he's on that. He's tour. on that Gone yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I still haven't watched all of them, but I've watched more than enough of them. And the only thing is, I watch them on. Uh, I don't know what they come on, so I only They're have on Vice TV. See, I only have three seasons. I only have the three seasons that are on. I think it's like Hulu or, or whatever else. So I haven't watched all of them. I know a guy. Shh. Shh. I know say, a guy. Don't say it out loud. I know a guy. Plus, don't, yeah, don't say it out yeah. loud. Plus, that's my new thing. I told 
I uh, I told uh, Teeb the other day, I was like, oh, and you heard it on the show. I was like, yeah, that's my new thing. <laughs> Whenever I'm walking through a store, hey, you ever tried AT&T? You ever tried DirecTV? I'm like, yeah, I did. I was like, if you have the package that's for people that are under investigation from the federal government for stealing <laughs> yeah. digital for digital properties, yeah. let me know when you got that. Yeah. And they, nor- they leave you right the fuck alone. <laughs> nah, nigga, you get <laughs> Like, they go from being, they go from being like... It's like, oh, my name, like, it goes immediately from like, oh, how are you doing, sir? My name is Jamil. It does not matter what I did in my former life. I am now making sure that you get the best high-quality internet connection that you could possibly get, sir. And I'm like, yeah, I'm indicted by the federal. <laughs> nigga, you better go ahead on with that bullshit, man. Well, I give trying them, to give this direct job for you, nigga. I, I give them the, I give them, yeah, my wife's a manager with AT&T. Yeah, I know. She's, yeah. she's the one that set up my shit. Yeah. I, I give them the, my wife's a manager with AT&T. She, oh, oh hey, okay, so who do you have for TV? Direct TV. How much do you pay? You don't want to know. <laughs> we we get the the employee discount. Yeah, and then I don't. they find out. Like, I went in and bought a case or something at AT and T down south not too long ago. And I walked in there, and it's like a fifty dollar case. And of course, we get half off. Do you have like a special card or something that you flash on them or some shit? I just walk in there like this. <laughs> Like, oh my god, the fucking veins. It's like Janine, give him the goddamn stores. She's like, I can't give him the store. It's like, I identify as a they. It doesn't matter. Give him the store. <laughs> if he ain't got the keys, let him have them. Yeah, pretty much. Not to the city, just to the store. Just to the store. I'm not sure your shit is. But like, I always wonder, like, with guys that have black cards, like, is that, do you have like an ATT black have card? They just pull my phone number up and start cashing my wife. <laughs> you, I, I why didn't you lie to me? Why didn't you make it like way fucking cool? You should be like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and give you this inside track. Like, you know, we walk in, and they, you know, I think I'm, I look like a regular guy. Well, and then they're like, uh, "Sir, uh, we have to check uh, your phone number to make sure that." You oh, I love it when they do so that. you can get all this. I, they- <laughs> like, I wanted you to flash like some special AT and T badge, and I want, I really. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I really want some girl that, I want it to be like Janine and LaShonda. And I want Janine to be like, oh my God, LaShonda, I need you to come here. I need a manager to like, right now. And LaShonda would be like, "Uh, can I help you? She'd be like, oh, girl, it's real. It's real. Okay. That, that, that's, just, like, that's, that's an ATT black card. There's a special room that yeah. you can go in right on the other side of those beads. 
go to that side of the bees and take your pick. And like, I want you to walk in there and like have fruits and shit. You could at least sold me like a third of that. But no, you're like, no, we just check my number and they I see mean, that it's me. That's right. <laughs> Why yeah. did you give me like a James Bond story for that one? I would have lied to me completely. Like everybody that's listening to this episode later on today is like, like, oh my god, they really have a fucking black code for goddamn AT and T. Surprise! So watch me switch over, and like I want someone to watch, like I want someone rich to listen to the show. So I was listening to this Jabu and the team for apparently it's the I go this episode's fantastic, but fuck all that. I'm coming over from Sprint, and I lot is fantastic AT and T black code that I know you have. <laughs> I clear about two hundred thirty thousand pounds a year. So do you believe I fit the criteria? Black called me up, my good man. They're like, who the fuck told you that? This shit ain't real, nigga. You better take your ass back over to Sprint T-Mobile, nigga. With that nigga to jab over. I'm like, I've got the magenta plan. Magenta <laughs> plan. I got the magenta. It, it's fucking T-Mobile Tuesdays. I get a dollar off a $7 burger at Red Robin. Yum. Yum. <laughs> yeah, you get Billy up here. He'll sing that song to you. Do the Red Robin. <clears throat> is he he also he can do whatever he wants because he's the one that I didn't want to say it, but he's the one that looked at me with the. Is it, yeah, well, he he's he's also the tough one too. What a bitch is that? Yeah, <laughs> I can. Say, yeah. I want him to say that one day. He's not I want you that. to call me the day that, like, you're like, so we got a call from the school. <laughs> Second day, <laughs> Billy walked into he, school. He, Billy walked to schools and went to teach. Apparently, there's no females. In his math class. He walked in there, and you know, day two, he figured it, you know, registration, right. maybe kids were right. coming in late, and apparently he walked up to the teacher and said, where are the bitches at? <laughs> now, this teacher's a man of color, and was kind of shocked, and was like, you want to repeat that, son? And he's like, you heard me, dog, where are the bitches at? It's like, I figured the teacher would have, you know, grabbed him up, took him to the office, told him, oh, don't say things like that. No, he took him to the next class next door that's full of girls. <laughs> teacher, Let's go on over here to the art class, son. The teacher leaned into Billy's ear and said, I don't know, my nigga, I'm trying to find them teachers. <laughs> kind of disturbing uh, to see this how my son is in the third grade. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we turn this into a racist and or fucking joke about touching kids. This is what happens when you decide to co-host on this show. It's not over yet. No, it's, it's not. It's not over yet. <laughs> We haven't hit the sweet spot. Oh God! Yeah. No, no, Which, there, no, there is no, no sweet there spot. Is no sweet there spot. is no sweet spot. It's a myth. With and I'm not hating because I think it's fantastic that he loves his his 42. What is it? 42 to 45 minutes. Yeah, I believe. But yeah, or no, 53 I'm, to. I haven't even looked. Yeah, I know that we're still. See, yeah, it doesn't we're matter. Still recording. I just see the little about. pretty blue lines. Yeah, they're it's nice. The lines. <laughs> and I'm drinking. Yeah. Okay, so back to the wrestling. Thing. Okay, see, back on track. Fuck a track, dude. We're good. So I watched my way through a shit ton of these documentaries. Mm-hmm. I still have no season four. And I yeah, I do want to talk wrestling with you. So I watched the Montreal Screwjob. Okay. Like I said, for me, uh, I will say probably that's one of the top three moments in wrestling for me during my lifetime. Um, I think the only things that I would put on that, if I had to do a top five, I don't know if I could round it out. But formation the screw- of the NWO. Formation of the NWO. Is right up there. Um, actually, formation for my top five would probably be the Montreal Screwjob, uh, Hogan turning heel, mm-hmm. the formation of the NWO, mm-hmm. uh, Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant. Okay, and I don't know what my fifth would be. I'm I'm kind of working my way through my fifth because for my for some reason I want to say it would be uh, Bret Hart shot. What? No, wait. What was the match at fucking? What was the match at WrestleMania? The greatest WrestleMania ever. I guess I could make that entire WrestleMania 
what, what wrestle? You know which one it is. I'm bad with that. What does what the WrestleMania is considered the greatest WrestleMania of all time? I like WrestleMania 19. I think 19 is the one where Hogan fought Rock, and it was that is one of the greatest performance matches ever. But it was just because of the fan reaction. Those guys didn't even work hard, but just the simple fact they come out there and. They're looking face to face like me and you, and then they're just in the crowds going nuts. Was that was that like a passing of the torch match, or was or was the Rock already fucking there? The Rock was already there, but that was a match that was never supposed to happen. Hogan was never supposed to wrestle the Rock. Why? But it, well, because they were WCW and WWF, and then of course they ended up coming. They WCW died. They ended up bringing the NWO back, bringing Hogan back, and Hogan went back to being part of the NWO, being Hollywood Hogan, which I always thought was the coolest I thing I thought ever. Hollywood Hogan was amazing. Oh, yeah. I was a huge fan of Hollywood Hogan. I don't know if I was supposed to be or not. Well, no, I guess I was supposed to be. That is the greatest heel turn in oh, yeah. the, the history of that. I think that shit probably changed the fucking face of wrestling. It For did. me, it did. Completely. It did, absolutely. That shit was amazing. Yeah. Because I, I, I kind of, I guess the Hulkamania thing was huge, but you, I remember being the well, kid Well, 1980s that, was superheroes, larger-than-life characters. I mean, they come out with just the, the Mantar, you know. Mantar? It was a big dude coming out in like a big old, I don't know, buffalo head. Oh, God, I remember what, that. But they were doing things I, like that all the time. No, I remember so that silly. from, I remember that from, actually, they talked about that in one of the fucking mm-hmm. documentaries, where they were like, oh, Mantar, and I was like, was that... Was that really a fucking thing? They yeah. had a dude dress up like a fucking... Yeah, it, but I mean, things like that, it was just completely silly. And when Hogan and did the whole heel turn, and that completely switched it to the re- out of the cartoon era to the reality-based era, where everything's, you know, uh, based off of real life. Which I liked a lot. The ad- is, was this the Attitude Well, era? that was... A, the, a, so Hogan turned heel first, and then the Attitude Era was WWS' response to it once... WCW started beating them up in the ratings all the time. Then WWF started to get a little more edgy, and of course that's when they went the TNA route and you know getting people crucified and it, it just got silly. There's a lot of shit. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll start this slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I've always said that I think the biggest for me wrestling. We talked about it on a we talked about it a little bit on Jabology. The the biggest thing for me with wrestling was it the connection with my dad and going to the Norfolk Scope as a kid. Oh yeah, and like all that kind of shit. But the the biggest spot in wrestling for me when wrestling was I won't say my world, but when wrestling was like completely just fucking amazing to me would have probably been late nineties. Uh, about ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Was this was this during? Was this that was that was the NWO heyday? That and that yes. that's what did it. for That's me. when we were all walking around too sweet in each other. Oh and my god, calling each other big sexy. You're the bad guy. It was so fucking dope. And the fact that it was so dope for me was I remember being in college and I know he's I know he's gonna fucking listen to this. My homeboy Ed. I know he's going to listen to this. What up, Ed? Dude, I know he's going to listen to this. Ed, like, if this is your episode, nigga, then this is your episode. Like, this motherfucker goes to, uh, he goes to, he lives in New Jersey, and he goes to New Jersey Devil Games uh, dressed as Ric Flair. So he has the robe. He's got the, I think I might have sent you one of the videos. He does the woo and the whole nine. I love this guy. I did a couple of those a little bit ago. He's a huge wrestling guy. So (laughs) I remember sitting in college with this cat, and we were the people that were like, Dude, fucking, you know, NWO is coming out. They're going to do their thing. It's like, well, Monday Nitro against fucking Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. So he was the guy that that jumped online and was like, oh, well, 
I check PWI and, and there's this this you know wrestling website that I go to where literally there's a guy that goes and he posts everything that's going to happen the night before and they hold wrestling discussions and I was I used to always be like yeah it's cute and it's entertaining but how the fuck do people wrestling is a fucking huge thing so I remember during that time period we were those guys that were like I want to get Kimberly Page pregnant like we all had we all yeah. had our yeah. own everybody had their own nitro girl i had two because they get because they gave me they what was her name jasmine they gave me they gave me two nitro girls because i was like fuck that we've probably i don't know if we actually ever did a good one but we i think we either i don't did we film a video I and, think and we were the one of the thing, the nitro party thing. I think yeah. we were one of those crews yeah. that filmed a nitro party. I can't really, dude, I did so many fucking drugs. I don't know if we were the crew that did the nitro party, but I remember like me, Ed, and we actually had cats that came to our fucking room and we'd have nitro going on the TV and we'd order pizza and we'd, and like the storylines. I love Sting dropping from the fucking roof of everything. Witnessed that in Charlotte once. Oh, dude, awesome. I never got to go see any of that. I, I, that's when, like, I, that's when I, and that's how I know when I became a wrestling fan because I loved cruiser rates, cruiser rates, and that's when, and we're getting to the Malenko thing. That's when I was like, I think Dean Malenko is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. This dude looks like Bruce Willis's like unfabulous brother. Yeah, he looks shorter. like he looks like Bruce Willis's shorter, stockier brother. That's never good. He looks like like. He's like, yeah, Bruce Willis is my half brother. He ended up a movie star. I'm the guy that runs a fucking garbage dump. Like, but I love Malenko, man. Malenko is my dude. That motherfucker is so solid. His, his little gruff voice, and that's when I started digging the fuck out of the cruiserweights. So I I realized that fuck yeah, I loved wrestling. So watching this whole documentary was dope as shit, and having this conversation with you is dope as shit. Well, for me. the I guess as a kid, I was into the the more superhero portion. I love to see the Ultimate Warrior run out of the ring. Love to see Hulk hulking up. And as I got older, I started to realize the greatness of people like Ric Flair. And he his job. I hated that dude when I was a kid because I was a stinger. I was a little stinger, you know. And and him, Big Van Vader, all those guys beating up Sting. No, leave, leave Sting alone. Yeah, that's my Sting. That was your hero. But. <laughs> Now looking back at that, that just re- makes you realize how great those dudes were because they were. That's what their job was to get you to hate them. Somebody you need to look up right now, and and pay attention to is MJF in AEW. Who the fuck is MJF? Maxwell Jacob Friedman? He he's he's an old school heel. Oh, your boy went over to AEW too. Who? Jay Lethal. Yeah, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, wow, really? The, we've seen him. We've seen him. We've seen Super him. nice guy. Yeah, we've seen him do his thing in, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, All he right. was there last week. It was good to see him there. Does he still you know do? Who, do you know who else was backstage you last week? You said he week? was there last week? Yeah, he wrestled there last week. Did you go or did you watch? No, I watched it on TV oh. last Wednesday. Uh, but no, you know who else was backstage at AEW last week? What, was it my boys? Dem boys. Were they really? Yes. I don't know why I love the Briscoes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it like. I love them to the point where I don't watch them do shit now because I don't want to. I don't want to see anything they do so and have if, it upset me. If, if they start coming out in AEW, if they sign with them, you, you got to start watching. If they, you know what? If the Briscoe sign with AEW, I'll start. I'm not kidding. I'll start watching AEW because they're. I don't know what the fuck it is about them. I th- there's no, aren't they supposed to be like just crazy ass rednecks? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get from, that for, from Delaware. Yeah, I don't. Was it Delaware? Or? How many times have we seen them? You have a way better. Like I said, did a lot of drugs. You maybe we've four, done four. 
ish. And I I'd own, have to go check the Wall of Fame at the house. I own a shirt. You do own a shirt. I own a dim boy shirt. Yeah. Those, I don't know why I think the motherfuckers are so gangsta. <laughs> I just do. I thought they were cool as shit. I thought Dalton Castle was fucking insane. I love Dalton Castle. Did he? We got to figure our our lives. He out. still owes me a diet soda. Yeah, and that's such a great sto- story. I think he's open for it too. But the next time we go, we need to coordinate better on Twitter to be like, we're gonna be there, and we want that fucking drink. Dude. Well, you know, Ring of Honor went out of business. They're closing up shop at the end of the year. Really? Yep. No, I did not know this. Yeah, they got final battle coming up into the year. Their last pay per view. So what are they losing their roster? They're not. They're, they're letting seats. their roster do whatever they want to do right now. Really? As far as, so and that that's explains. why the Briscoes are backstage at AEW. So you think they're going to go AEW? Uh, I hope so. They so, they fit in nicely. What's the what's the thing with AEW? Is AEW like so? You remember how just like how much fun it was to watch WCW in the late nineties? Even WWE, WWF, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and oh. and there was a lot of unexpected things. You, I mean, you couldn't, you could. Somebody who's watched it as long as I have, you can kind of tell. Okay, maybe this turn, this heel turn, is going to happen eventually, but it's years down the line. AEW is is taking it back to that. WWE has become so scripted and just boring. Um, just I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in over a year. You know, I catch the highlights here and there if something cool happens, and there's a lot of good wrestlers on there. But AEW is capturing something now in fans that come from our era mm-hmm. of wrestling, um, where it's it's capturing that magic, that that excitement. I mean, they had they had a pay per view last month. I think it was last month, and I think I showed you that CM Punk pop. The yeah, and everybody's that saying is the, this is the, the the biggest pop in the history yes, of fucking wrestling. It was I've never heard you know, and and something that the, the people in the industry always talk about is the Road Warrior pop because mm-hmm. apparently in the eighties when those guys came out, there was no reaction that was louder than when the Road Warriors come out, and rightfully so. I mean, those were big bad oh, dudes, yeah. bigger than life. Oh yeah. Um, but the the pop that CM Punk had when he came out in Chicago for that I think it was a rampage I think it was on a Friday night and everybody thought he was going to be there but and again this is good on AEW for holding that just that little bit of well maybe they might show up maybe they won't show up I don't know and then that cult of personality hit that open a rift on it and that place exploded I have watched the pop Dude, that was the biggest pop I've ever heard. And I've, I've been watching like, wrestling for 30 years, 35 years. I've never heard a stadium blow up like that. And then they did it again when Brand, or, uh, Brian Danielson come out. The American Dragon, formerly known as Daniel Bryan in the WWE. Yes, and he going by his... He's he, going by his real name now. What he used to, he's the American Brian Dragon. Danielson Brian Danielson. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. And wasn't he insanely huge? Oh, yeah. Dude, the whole Yes Movement thing? That was crazy. <sighs> Well, just the fact that how the how much the crowd loved him, you know, the people loved him and the whole yes chance and whatever else, and they still do the yes chance. But he's actually went to before he left for AEW. He told one of the producers with WWE that he wasn't going to do the yes chant anymore. And you can see him like he comes out like this now instead of doing the whole yeah. arms up thing. It's it's there. He he wants to do it. The fans still do it, but he's he's holding back. It, like while we're talking about this, like I went and I'm looking at the the whole the whole rise of of AEW, and I'm just shooting.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through here looking at the list of, of cats that they picked up and it's mixed with like between nostalgia episodes that mm-hmm. the guys that you have of current wrestlers of like between fuck what Ch- Chavo Guerrero the big show Billy Gunn Ooh, Chavo <laughs> like there, there's so many people on this list that I'm like I, I figured for the rest of their life they were stuck to WWE because so, it was the only game in town but, I can remember a time when like I couldn't miss Raw I couldn't miss Smackdown you know, I had to see what the progression of whatever storyline that they had was going to be next or what was going to happen next or is this guy going to show up. And that's where AEW is at right now. They just had, and this is this is props to the whole AEW writers or Tony Khan, whoever's doing it, but they just had the culmination of a two-year story when Hangman Adam Page won a title. Mm-hmm. And you could see this coming for since the inception. He was He was in the very first world title match, lost it kind of lost his confidence thing. And they strung this thing out for two years and just finally had the payoff on the pay-per-view a couple weeks ago. That's The thing is, that shit is crazy. I And the only reason why I've completely been paying attention to this because I figure it's got to be um, akin to uh, there being other fight promotions that are making ground outside of the UFC, like your 1FCs and uh, your Bellator. And the, the list of cats that they're like, oh, just sign AEW, just sign AEW, just sign AEW. It's like they're picking up guys that you're warm and comfy with. They're not picking up dead-ass wrestlers. No. But they're picking up guys that you're warm and comfy with and guys that maybe they may or may not fit the W. They might, for me to not be a, a, a wrestling guy anymore and to hear about some of the people that they're fucking picking up and for me to be like, oh, shit. AEW's got to be making some fucking noise. Oh, yeah. And it's, they keep, I just watched a video, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, uh, who's the who's the MMA reporter that also does WWE? I cannot remember the fellow's name. Uh, Mora? No. Is it Mora No, no, not Mora. Mora was an announcer. Uh, 
I cannot remember this guy's name. He just interviewed Becky Lynch not too long ago, and then he just interviewed Paul Heyman the other day. Oh. I cannot, but he does MMA as well as wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Ariel, uh, Ariel, yeah, Ariel Hawani. Yes, Ariel Hawani. Yes. For some reason, I was thinking he's, like a former fighter. He sat down. I met Ariel. He's cool as shit. He sat down with Paul Heyman the other day, and Paul Heyman is to me one of. He's a guy that can completely turn WWE around and put it in the right direction. He's just got the mind for it. Um, but he sat down with him the other day, and Paul Heyman is so daggone smart that he. Gave AEW props without giving AEW props so he wouldn't piss off the WWE management. But yet his his whole thing was he's just like, why do they even care what my opinion is? You know, and nobody in WWE wants to say that AEW is competition for them because, you know, they've been the big dog for so long. Mm-hmm. But if a WWE ain't careful, AEW's going to overtake them. See, the thing, the thing with, with uh, MMA is, like, you've always had the UFC. Mm-hmm. And UFC was the only game in town. Like, they were the only game that was doing the shit that they were doing. They signed Reebok. They have Venom now as a sponsor. They made it through Disney's doors and put themselves on ESPN+. Plus. Like, they made a lot of fucking moves. And no matter how much people may fucking hate Dana White, because I think Dana White's a complete prick, but you cannot in any way, shape, or form erase any of the work that that man has done oh, to, and, to and bring you it can't, to the And you can't put a price on the money making. That yeah, you can't. So... Until recently, like, 1FC had never really made it to the States. Then they picked up Misha Tate, who everybody knew as a a very well-known fighter. And she's like, yeah, she's extremely hot. Matter of fact, she's fighting tonight. Misha's fighting tonight. She came back. She decided she's going to be Misha 2.0. She took a break to have two children. Uh, became a vice president, and I'm wrong with this, but she became she took a she took some office with One FC and moved to Singapore, and she helped build their brand. That's where Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson fights right. now, a lot, of, a lot of other guys. But between them and Bellator, it started becoming another home for fighters to be able to go because no matter how much you hated Dana, you had to stay in the UFC. The UFC were the only people that were had the ability to make you a star. They weren't paying you the money, but now. There's other guys that are doing are doing shit with promotions. Like there's guys in Bellator that are like, dude, I, I I signed a contract with Bellator. I've had two fights in Bellator. I've made more money in these two fights, and I made in six in the UFC. And all the guys that are running over to Triller to do these boxing matches, like those guys Ty, Tyron paid. Woodley, those Tyron guys getting paid, dude. Tyron Woodley was like. For one match with one of these fucking Paul brothers, my fight with Jake Paul, I got paid more money in one fight with Jake Paul than I did all of my championship fights you know, and all and, my fights in the UFC. So I look at it yeah. as A and W AEW is building. Like AEW seems to be building some shit that is going to be it's like the well, CM Punk move, huge. That dude. was big because that dude was away for seven years. Matter of fact, one of the best promos I've seen in a while. You can YouTube it. Go back and watch him and uh, Kingston. Kofi Kingston? No, not Kofi Kingston. Eddie uh, Kingston. Okay. Eddie King- Eddie, so, Eddie Kingston is one of them dudes, and he actually put out something on that Players Tribune not too long ago where he kind of told a little bit of a story. Have you, have you ever seen that website, Players Tribune? No. So, it's, it's something where athletes write their own pieces. And he wrote a little bit of his backstory. He's one of my favorite wrestlers now. Duke can talk. And he's, I mean, he's not, the, he's not a body guy, uh, but he can go. But his story, he, he was independent wrestler for years, never really made it, never really made a lot of noise, and then got a tryout match pretty much with Cody Rhodes on AEW. After that match, they signed him. He did a promo with CM Punk, uh, 
couple, two, three weeks ago. And it's one of the best wrestling promos I've seen in I don't know how long. You want to talk about Because there's always, yeah, I mean, it's wrestling. Everybody knows it's scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, but bringing that little bit of realism in it where, like, these guys really don't like each other. They're really going to kill each other. And that that promo was, was on point. It was it. It was old school. You know, it was old school. Two guys selling a fight between them, and you wanting to see them punch each other in the like, face. Like, who, who, who who's the grandfather? Was that a McMahon thing? What's that? Like, the whole... We're gonna interject parts of real life into the story to make it to make it run because I never knew until I watched the documentary. I never knew that I think I did know the Macho Man and and Elizabeth are really married, but I didn't know that their their entire story. I didn't either. Like and, I, there's yeah. a lot of that story I didn't fucking yeah. know. Um, and you always hear about certain relationships and everything else in wrestling, but they touch on the whole. Um, was it was it Chris Benoit that yeah. met his wife? And originally she was dating another wrestler. She was so Chris Benoit was married to Kevin Sullivan, who was the Taskmaster, who in the eighties scared the hell out of people in Florida because they thought he was a Satanist because that was his gimmick. Yeah, you know, dude would come with the eye makeup and painting six 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 on his forehead and yeah. come out in robes. Um, but yeah, Nancy Benoit, who was woman. Was his wife, and he came, and and Chris Benoit came. Well, and so her up. no, Kevin Sullivan was the booker for that territory, and Kevin Sullivan was the one. Well, we're going to put Nancy Benoit and Chris Benoit. Well, she wasn't Benoit at the time. Nancy Sullivan at the time. Yeah, we're going to put them together in a storyline. And they wrote the story that uh, that my wife is leaving. Something along that line. Yeah, and then it became real life. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we all know how that ended. And I don't, you know, it's Jesus. yeah, yeah. We can talk about that too. Well, that was that's probably my that's probably my that, that might be my favorite episode. Jericho Jericho's take on it was the best one that I've seen out of anybody because Jericho actually he knew Benoit, yeah. you know. And I'll say it now, Chris Jericho, that dude's Jericho stock rise. Like I never like Jericho is just one of the guys. For me, Jericho is one of the guys. It's like okay, you survived from and at the time. You for some reason every time that I've gone through a whole little wrestling kick, it's always been I've reunited not with somebody. I was like, oh yeah, wrestling's pretty cool. It's like with a diehard wrestling fan. So at the time when I was going through when I reemerged with the whole WCW shit and WWE and, and all that, I think it was when the second SmackDown it came out, and I kept creating entrances and finishers and openings and all that <laughs> shit. And I used to love coming out with Lita to Essa Rios's music. <laughs> and and I had the greatest. I had the fucking jackhammer Tig, power Tig, bomb. Tig digs Rios. He's, his tail's going crazy. Tig man. loves fucking Essery. He's like, get it, Tig. He loves that shit. But like, and and there's my homeboy Merritt. And God, I know he's never going to hear this, but if he ever did, it'd be kind of cool. But Merritt was a he was a ginormously huge wrestling fan. So when I went through my whole little, I'll jump back into WWE WCW kick. Like I. I think I it was more of a nostalgic back thing, but I think that's like the last serious so time I, I, I jumped knee deep into that. But watching that documentary, that that is probably what made me respect and go hardcore more into being uh, a cruiserweight guy. So my mm-hmm. favorite episodes were the own heart episode was pretty big for me. That's yeah. Um, but the in particular, the Chris Benoit episode because the cruiserweights were my guys. When I first yeah. became a real wrestler, and even when I went back, 
like the Dean Malenkos and the Chris Jerichos and the Eddie Guerreros. Uh, Jericho? The, like, even the, the Juventud Guerreros. Hoovy wrestled not too long ago. Yeah, Hoovy, he wrestled it, Jericho on AEW. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But Jericho, to me, will go down. He's going to be top five all time. Jericho because, picked up a lot with me, plus he's connected to me with those cruiserweights from well, WCW. The, li- the is, Lion Tamer? He's the master of re- reinventing himself. Mm-hmm. You know, because he went, when he was in WCW and he was the, the sissy heel who wore the top knot pigtails, he went to WCW, he became, you know, always Jericho, did the whole promo with The Rock. That which shit was, was awesome. Phenomenal. That shit was awesome. First night, coming out battling The Rock on the mic. It was Excellent. Which no one can. But. No, no. But Jericho stood toe-to-toe with The Rock. And, of course, The Rock, you know, who in the blue hell are you? <laughs> Which is fantastic. Because um, that's great that you can cut the greatest promo ever in front of The Rock, and that's all he has to Jericho, say. Jericho, he went through so many transitions. Then he went through through WWF, WWE, where he'd come out and he was the suit guy, you know, with the short hair, calling everybody oh stupid idiots. Yeah. And, and then he'd come out in a light-up jacket, and he just trolled everybody. They thought he was going to come out and do a promo. He come out and didn't say anything, and they booed the heck out of him. It was awesome, but and then he went to what New Japan did the whole painmaker thing where he had the top hat and painted his face. Yeah, I missed it. You see, this is why I wanted to talk to you about this. Dude, it like, was awesome. I'm like that nigga went to New Japan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I know that he did his shit with New Japan up, before he he showed up in New Japan. Well, of course, then and you're not even getting into that. That's that's a whole another side of Jericho when he did that before. Mm-hmm. He was down in Mexico at AAA before. I mean, that's where he learned all the. The lucha style, um, but yeah, when he went to New Japan and just showed up at the end of one of their pay per views, and of course Kenny Omega, who is the best wrestler in the world right now, period. Really? Yes, by far. Really? There, that dude, like as far as technical, or as far as everything, everything. And, there, that dude really? does not have a bad match. And the biggest thing about Kenny Omega right now is, you know, it, you remember back in the day, if Hogan hit the leg drop, match was over. Yeah. If Flair put somebody into Figure Four, it's match was over. Yeah. If Shawn Michaels hit the sweet chin music. Which is still one of the greatest finishers of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Match was over. Stone Cold hits the stunner. Match is over. But they don't do that anymore. Now they got matches where there's three, four, five finishers, and like they're still kicking out at two and three quarters. No, Kenny Omega, if he hits that one-winged angel, which is his finisher, one the one-winged angel. angel. You've got to look this stuff up, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put you on a YouTube class tonight. I'm going to give you a curriculum. That would be okay. Plus, through the, through the fucking field of modern technology, I can literally look it up right now. Yeah. One-winged angel. One-winged angel. <laughs> that's so But crazy. that move, there's only been one person that's kicked out of it ever, which is to me is phenomenal because that, that means that move is protected. That means Kenny Omega's <laughs> characters. You got a little CM Punk. No, you're good. I, I turned it down. Yeah. Why would you? But that move is is so protective. There's only been one guy ever to kick out of it. Are, are you looking at it now? The one wing danger. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Who came up with that? I'm watching him do this shit off the top rope. Yeah. Like, why would you let anyone do that to you? Like, but, how, how much money are you getting for letting somebody you go? Be, oh my God, you could get fucked up doing that. Yes. Shit. But he that is, shit is bad though. Omega, he he's the greatest wrestler in the world. Period. There there is nobody that's better than him because he does not have a bad match. And when he when he comes up and it's like this couple weeks ago, he had that match with Hangman Page for the title. Mm-hmm. And anytime those the stakes are higher. Omega instantly turns it into a, a classic. Um, he, he did a death match with uh, John Moxley a couple years ago for one of the AEW pay-per-views. And, dude, they were going through barbed wire trampolines and stuff. And I'm Fuck like, that. 
Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> to that. But, oh, there is nobody in the world that's, that's better than Omega. But anyway, back to Jericho. We, we sort of got a little side. He's the here. vice president of AEW. Yeah. He better know Tyson Smith, better known as by the ring name Kenny Omega, is a Canadian board. Dude. This is from Wikipedia. Okay. Executive gonna, Vice President of AEW is also performs. In addition, he appears in Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide. He's the AAA World Champion. He still. is the current and longest reigning AAA Mega Championship, mm-hmm. as well as former AEW World Champion, AEW World Tag Team Champion. He's got – oh, my God. Yeah, and we also have to – and I'm going to need you to explain the motherfucking Bullet Club to me. <laughs> I need you to explain the Bullet Club to me because there's so many dudes that fucking throw so, that shit up. But you don't have to do it right now. Yeah. Kenny Omega, AEW. So what happened? Does TNA still exist? Yes, but it's not TNA anymore. It's uh, Impact. Impact Wrestling, which they're actually doing. I've seen I've watched a couple of those. I don't keep up with them as much as I used to. Now, did the name change come with a sale? Yes, they sold to Anthem, I believe is who it was that bought them out. So who sold? Because originally that was a Jeff Jarrett promotion out of Nashville. Mm -hmm. Um, And... That's where Teeb got all his swag that he hit yeah. me with the the Schmedium shirts. There's some shit in there that yeah. I was going to... It's really terrible. Th- thanks for the Schmedium shirts there, Teeb. I didn't even know you got them yet. I was going to actually get some shit from him for you to give to you for like Christmas or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to give this to fucking... What do you, how do you think? I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, I was going to buy that for you to give it to your You ass. talk about the title belt. Yeah. I'd wear that everywhere. Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and like some other shit. Plus, I want to get a title belt made for our... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Or fantasy league, anyways, just so I can rub it in his face. Yeah, yeah. That's... He's winning right now, so I can't really do that. I'm in fourth, fucking fourth. I don't want to talk about fantasy football. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. But anyway, back to Jericho. Yeah, back to so, Jericho. Jericho shows up end of an in, New Japan Pro Wrestling pay per view with a he's got a, like a, a bowler's cap on, pretty much. Mm. He's got black face paint around his eyes, black face paint around his mouth. He shows up and he holds up a picture of Kenny Omega, and rips it. And everybody in, in Japan is blowing up. They're like, Jericho's here, and he's always been a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that became the Alpha versus the Omega. Omega being Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho being the Alpha. So Jericho, of course, he marketed it as the Alpha Club um, versus the Bullet Club. He did that. And then he goes shows up in AEW, and he's the not the first champion. He's Is he the first champion? Yeah, I think he was the first champion. Him, Yeah, he was the first champion because it was him, then Moxley, then Omega. He became the lay champion. The lay, lay champion. Meaning meaning like lay French. Yeah. But it's lay champion. <laughs> that's how he pronounces it. Seeing he's how he's Canadian. Because he's awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Canada, <clears throat> we love you. You haven't given us any bad shit. I love Canada. I hey. love I love Canada hey. as well. Hey. We got George GSP son. Yeah. 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 yeah love George. Him. Love Kenny him. Omega's Canadian. He, I don't love him because I don't know much about him, but he seems really fucking badass. Dude, him and him and Brian Danielson had a match where they sang John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt throughout the match. YouTube it; it's there. It's hilarious. Was, it, was this AEW? No, no. This was way back when. This is when they were both young. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, how the fuck did AEW sell that? Uh, they, dude, they could. <laughs> could they really? They could. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are they that badass? I'm telling. Well, well, they pulled Punk, man. That that's seven year absence. And the dude just, I mean, he comes out and shows up in... in and he uh, ain't young. No. Old Phil's like, what, 38? 38, 39, something yeah, like that. Yeah, because he, he, uh, he, uh, he did his MMA so, run at 35, 36. He, he had that match with Eddie Kingston a couple weeks ago at that pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And the thing afterwards, of course, he was bloodied. It was a good match. It was it was a rough match. It was more of a, a slobber knocker, as they say. I used to fucking love that name. Um, but he had that match, and afterwards, and you know I don't swear, so my swear words are few and far in between. Um, but he comes out, and he's afterwards he's talking to somebody about the match, and he says, "I'm starting to realize that people don't remember who the fuck I am." <laughs> And and I'm just I mean it, I'm I'm popping for it you know it, it's it's CM Punk and he's starting to find his love for wrestling again that he had because I remember watching things with him because he was Ring of Honor way back when was he yes that's where he come up yeah at. I think we he with, actually uh, he signed with Colt, Colt Cabana. Cabana yep yeah yeah he signed his WWE contract on top of the Ring of Honor title wow in the middle of a ring but dude you go back and you watch old things with Punk and. Indie shows with him, and of course, I, I I first remember him in ECW. I didn't watch Ring of Honor way back when. I didn't get it on TV, uh, but I can specifically remember him in a Ring of Honor show, or maybe an indie show. I don't remember watching something on YouTube with him, and he's sitting there, and he's out in the crowd that this little show, and he's doing an interview. He's holding his hand like he's holding the mic. And then he puts it in front of the other guy's face, and the other guy starts talking. He's like, you dumbass. I don't even have a microphone in my hand. <laughs> you know? He's just, Punk's great. He's got to, dude, for him to be gone as long as he was gone, for him, like, he brought a shit ton of people with him oh, over, yeah. to WW, oh, over, yeah. over to to MMA. So when he showed up and showed out, like, being an MMA fan, the one thing that we fucking hate is when wrestlers come the fuck over to MMA. But the thing we do respect is it's like he we know in, we know that we know that you have a real base. We know that you're workers. At thirty some odd years old, they did him no favors by at, feeding him <clears throat> to professional fighters. You look at uh, gosh, what's his name? He's in the inner circle with Jericho, Jake uh, Hager. Hager. Yeah, he came. Oh, dude, he well, came over. He was over. an all American wrestler. He in came college. over and he's getting it done. Lashley came over and Lashley's mm-hmm. getting it done. Like, and then the thing is, you don't realize, like, yeah, you look at it because, oh, it's quote unquote sports entertainment. But, dude, putting your body through that shit, fucking, even, and I know that it's, it's more than, than 200 days a year, but putting that, putting your body through that shit for even half a year. It's fucking insane. And these niggas do this shit every single night. And a lot of them Man, are... Man, I go out and work in a yard for two hours and I'm hurting the next <laughs> day. Sit down. Man, these dudes... I need ice and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you mean there's no ice. Take it out and drink. Put it in a bag. Put it on my back. <laughs> but And I think these dudes are just as old as I am and they're out there doing this 300 days a year. 
Yeah, I can't. No. Yeah, and the thing is, I see some of the shit that they do, where motherfuckers are jumping off of top ropes and doing Dude, somersaults in the crowd at, full of people and shit. All you got to do is look at Brian Danielson's last couple of matches. This dude takes flare chops to the point where his chest... Him and Kenny Omega went 30 minutes a month or two ago on national TV. Not on a pay-per-view. They gave it away on national TV. 30-minute, uh, and they went to a time limit draw. Danielson's chest looked like hamburger meat afterwards. Or, or, I, I take it they're getting paid a grip of money for doing this oh, shit. Sure. Well, I mean, the cons are behind them, which, I mean, Shad Khan. Tony Khan's dad is the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. They also have stake in one of the English soccer teams over there. That, I don't know if it's Manchester United. You know that whole. I, oh, I don't so know about soccer. There. They, they've got enough money. <laughs> oh, so this was this isn't a money issue. No, 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 no. And <laughs> Tony Khan, to do this. the guy that's running AEW, man, he's he's a wrestling fan first, and you can tell that because of the way that he he does the uh, he he debuts people the way that. Uh, the way that some things are kept as a surprise and he's he's big on the well you know maybe this guy will show up I haven't had conversations with this guy and then Punk shows up mm-hmm. you know uh, getting Brian Danielson was huge because they like the fans love that mm-hmm. guy they, they getting really Adam Cole is, good, is huge you don't know about no Adam Cole no I don't all I know is that every member of your family at some point in time has come up to me in the most random, inappropriate, non-making any sense moment and said, Adam Cole, baby. I don't I don't know why. Like Dude, we'll get the we'll get Scotty up like, here and I'll, I'll be, go and I'll go, Adam Cole and he'll go, baby Like it's, I don't yeah. like I don't know where that came from, but like I think the first time I realized how that could happen at the drop of a hat is I think I asked I was at your house one time and I think I asked one of the boys where the bathroom was. And before I got directions to the bathroom, it just added no, Adam Cole, baby! And I was like, <laughs> That's I mean, do, do I have to yell that too before yeah. I go pee yeah. or what? And they're like, no, it's right here. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I don't know, like, I couldn't, yeah, I don't know what the whole Adam Well, Cole I mean, I don't think you were with me. It There was a, a Ring of Honor show we went to in Nashville. I think it was just me and Nathan. And Adam Cole at the time was hurt, had, a, had shoulder or elbow problems, something like that. And his thing in Ring of Honor was he'd come out and he'd do story time with Adam Cole. Story. <laughs> Meaning he'd come out and cut a promo. Yeah. But he'd come out and go, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> and, dude, he'd come out one time and he puts a he, chair down. And the, the big thing was Adam Cole's going to come out and speak on this this episode of Ring of Honor. Um, he comes out, he puts a chair down in the middle of the ring. Gets a microphone. Sets the chair down. Sets in the chair with the microphone. He sits there, and this is, I mean, this is the greatness, and this is that feel that a lot of people don't have. He just sits there, and the longer he sits there, the more people start to either cheer or boo. Finally, he just comes up, he sits up, he gives everybody the finger and walks out. Doesn't say a word. <laughs> you really got it, like, I don't know, man, you, you got to love that life. You really got to, but oh, the yeah. weird thing is, I never... I loved going to the Ring of Honor matches with y'all. Despite being the only six foot five black individual there. The first night we went, man. You were scared. Oh, God. You thought thought I took you to a Klan rally. Dude, we talked about it on Jabal. Come on out here. What the fuck is this? Yeah. NASCAR on one side and wrestling on the other side. Oh, and um, apparently there's some hip hop show that's happening in that building at some point in time over the next week. So, no, rednecks don't run the roost. 
They're going to have some ignorant ass <laughs> niggas up in there sipping on some scissor or whatever some the fuck scissor. it is. I don't know. There's some getaway. There's some show that I was like, oh, where does this nigga come Why the fuck is that nigga going to be there? I'm like, have you seen what that place looks like? I'm like, man, that's that's one of the places it's like, eh, we got to, like, if you rent that place, it looks like they're only going to charge you like two bills and a bill of it is a deposit that you get back. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah doesn't really look too pretty. It looks like a really And they're old keeping high 95% school. of all the concession sales. Yeah. It yeah. looks like a really old high school gym that people yeah. just wanted to keep around. Yeah. So, if we were sitting on the upper deck, I might be a little afraid of sitting on the upper deck because people start standing and stomping or whatever yeah, else. It you kinda, might fall down. There's going to be a wholesome. Yes. There's going to be a wholesome. Something's not going to. Like, there's going to be somebody sitting underneath you where uh, maybe some of the ceiling dust comes out. Adam Cole, babe. <laughs> That's yeah. it. It's out. It's over. Yeah. Adam Cole just fell through the ring. It's like, oh, it was the ring. No, somebody fell off the top of the shaggy-ass building. No, I think. on Adam Cole. I think within the next year, AEW is going to overtake WWE. Like, completely. Because, so... Kevin Owens, you familiar with Kevin yes. Owens? Yes. Uh, formerly known as Kevin Steen. Yeah, I didn't know him as Kevin Steen. Well, he was Kevin, Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor. I just knew him as Kevin Owens. Um, I, I don't think we caught I didn't catch him in Ring well, of Honor. Well, the very first Ring of Honor show I went to was Ring of Honor's first pay-per-view in Nashville. Um, I didn't Steen come along until which one? I don't know. It was probably second or third. We went to quite a few. Really? Days. Yeah. Dude, I jumped on that early? Yeah, yeah, Go, yeah. go me. Um, that's because I started buying. I even bought you tickets for the one here in town, and you bailed out on me because you, you know, the, the one here in town at down at the event center. Was I doing something? Uh, you, yeah, you got busy. Was I? You're too good for me. Was I in town? It's cool. Don't worry about it. Was it like you probably hanging out with Teeb? Was it a chick? Oh, I doubt it. No, yeah, no, no. it was Teeb. It was definitely Teeb. Unless he was like, if he gave me mouth love, then maybe. Yeah. I don't see myself putting you off or anything. It might have been something. It, it was uh, who knows. Yeah, it might have been something. Either that or it might have been a check. I, I don't see myself putting you off for a check. It was a Jodeci concert. Ooh, I yeah. could see that. I would go to that. You know what? I could. I could see that. I was like, well. go see wrestlers or go to Jodeci or go to Jodeci and hope that. Well, at the time I was probably single and hope that there are other. <laughs> 35 plus year old ladies in there dude I said who's who look, got a babysitter long enough for the night for me to make some moves I said Lisa a live version of freaking you not too long ago wow <laughs> you know what I need to I'm dude. putting that on my Spotify dude. right now yeah. not the live version but I remember fucking freaking you yeah every freaking night I need him. I need your body. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I'm not playing. Yeah, I wish I could be JoJo, but I'm not. That's going on my Spotify right now. Ooh, yeah. Dude, dude I'm, I'm well. not playing. That's going on my spot. I forgot that song existed. Because <laughs> I used to always hit Fiendin' oh, with that. Fiendin', oh, yes, gosh. leave you alone. I'm like, oh, shit, look at that bitch alone. But no, now that I got freaking, yeah, not, not even playing. Yeah. Just got added to the... <laughs> Yeah, just got added to the every freaking night. G- yeah, and every freaking day. I want to freak you, baby, in every, every freaking, freaking way. way. Yes. I that was yes. my. You know what? Uh, let me make sure I'm not lying. Let me make sure I'm not lying. That is the first concert I remember. I've never seen Joe. See I went to a the local radio station was 103 Jams, and I won tickets. I was like in the seventh grade. I won tickets to the show on the radio. I answered some dope ass questions because I was awesome. I've always been awesome. It's, it's my flaw. 
So it's a curse. Yeah. yeah. At this concert was speaking of curses. No, go ahead. Yeah, crack you can pour it too. We're getting drunk on this. We're not drunk, but we'll get sloppy. No, 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 no. We're just warm. Get a little warm. Warm. Uh I had Jodeci. I had Mary J. Blige. I had Chris Cross, and I tell everybody it's the first night I heard "Warm It Up," Chris. One of the Chris greatest Cross. songs I ever heard in my life. The first I'm one I heard, about to, dude. That was my shit. Warm it up, Chris. Matter of fact, that's also <laughs> the first. Let, let me wear my pants backwards. You know, it's even more fucked up. That's also the first time I remember hearing "Nothing But a G Thing." Nothing but oh man, they were playing. They were playing "Nothing But a G Thing," and I don't even know what year that was. You could probably go back and look up the first jam. Ninety four. But I remember sitting in that room because I was in middle school, and my sister and her best friend went with us. It was a Thursday night because my like our parents had to come get me from this show. But I remember in between where we were waiting for them to set up, they were playing "Nothing But a G Thing." Over the intercom, and I just remember hearing that that oh man, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but that shit sounds so swing that that G swing. Yeah, I was like, that shit sounds so fucking good to me. But um, I got to see I got to see Joe to see that night, and I was like, first of all, um, I'll tell you now, I really don't think anyone's taking uh, elementary school or middle school age kids to see Joe to see. But that was probably not the best decision my parents decided to give me a thumbs up for. <laughs> um, I always tell people that back in the 90s, your approach to getting it on, you either had the boys to men, I'll make love to you like you mm-hmm. want me to. Right. Or you had... Seen them in concert too. Yeah. Oh, I have amazing. never seen them in concert. Or you front have... Front row. Front row. Ooh. Who were you trying to impress? Was there... 1996-ish, maybe? They, they come to Marine Corps Air Station on New River. There's somebody with you, wasn't there? Oh, there was a whole gag. It was a gaggle. It was a, it was a bunch of high school kids. Oh, there. I figured that was. A, yeah, a I also seen I was who was the girl that did the. Oh, what was her name? She straight up did a lap dance to some dude on the stage. I cannot remember her name. She straight up did it. Was it? Yes. Oh, what was her it name? It wasn't Sierra. Was no, it? no, she wouldn't have been during the Boys to Men era. Wasn't Monique. No. No. <clears throat> Gosh, I cannot remember who that was. I will later. And I'll, I'll text Steve, but I, I can't remember. And then remember. I'll but, record and like, he just wants you to know it was this person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Jenny from the block. It was Jenny from the block. <laughs> Apparently, you cannot be fooled by the rocks that she has. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I that was that was my first concert. And like I said, you don't know. Jodeci had. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The songs that I think. If a pimp was attempting to make love to a bitch, like boys and men is what you play when you would like to reach the upper levels of intimacy with a woman. the upper levels, the, lo- the upper levels the, of intimacy with a, with a man or a woman. That yeah, that the, the upper. That, matter of fact, there was this girl. Oh God! I, and the thing is, I I know she's never gonna listen. It'd be funny if she did. There was this girl that I wanted to date in high school so bad, and one of the things that she liked about me was my voice. And she used to always make me do the. The, the the boys men speaking bass voices were on the phone. It was so and the thing is I liked her so I'd do that shit all the time, but I was a complete fucking sucker. So I'd be like, Hey baby, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for all the things she was like, Oh my god Oh my god That's not what Jodeci was about. No. Jodeci no. was like, We just finished this show, I'm drinking uh, Pac's going back to his room. The after party. In the, the motherfucking hotel. hotel. Yes. Yeah, Jodeci was like, I had some drinks. Ooh, yeah. I want to make my dick stink. Ooh, yeah. Well, well. Yeah, and then every <laughs> once in a while, they got soulful and made you feel bad about yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, girl, why don't you let Oh, dude, when balls. they did that Stevie Wonder song? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh. Fucking... When whenever I hit the lately, lately, yes. yes, you're like, oh wow, they can do Just it. But, tears. but these are, but these are the same motherfuckers. So, these are the same okay. motherfuckers. Like, and you can't stand gotta get on up. I never, se- I never seen Joe see in concert. However, I I've been to church with his daddy, with uh, Dalvin the Great, his father. Wow. Yeah. So here, here's <laughs> my. Here, here's my connection. So all those all those dudes were church boys. Hold on, how do you ever see that nigga in church? And like mm, mm, mm. all his brothers and sisters like, can sing. You, like, do you realize they that, all grew up in church? Like, do you realize that half the niggas in this church exist because of your son and his <laughs> devil music? Like that nigga better be. That's no, not the dude no. that you need. He so, does not need to run like a car dealership. But like, come on, the daddy Dalvin Cook's car dealership. No, Don DeGreat is his daddy. <laughs> Dalvin, Mr. Dalvin, Mr. Yes, Dalvin DeGreat, great producer, by the way. His daddy is the Reverend Don DeGreat. Let's get here real quick. Okay, keep going. Out of Charlotte, woo, North Carolina, which is flare country. Um, I went to a church, True Temple, in Kannapolis. And, of course, they'd have revivals every now and then, bring in different pastors to speak. Don DeGreat brings his church in one week for the, the revival. Um Man, they were all phenomenal singers. And my stepmom at the time, she was also a singer. And she says, oh, do you know Do you know who that is? And I'm like, no, man, it's just a black preacher. He's good. I mean, he's... He makes me see Jesus when he's, he says He's stuff. got the fire. I want to do backflips. Um, he's got people out here speaking in tongues. People right, falling out. Shabbat, 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 that's right. That's right. That's he's right. doing backflips. Get out, devil. The devil's not here. <laughs> he's not here. He's, but might be a she Popeye's says, later she says, church, she, so. She sits there and she tells me, she says, you know Jodeci, right? She knew I was a Jodeci fan. The weird thing is your mom knows that. Yes. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that. 
because Mr. Dalvin grew up singing in that in church. church. Okay, and that was, it, that was that was that was pretty my time. Were they still listening to what Mr. Dalvin did when he left the church? Uh, probably not. Were they like, we're used to him singing "This Little Light of Mine" and this song he's singing but tonight? His, I want your body. <laughs> So his his brothers and sisters all phenomenal singers, you know. And I don't know if any of them went. I, I after that whole situation, I lost touch with it all. Uh, but I just always thought it was so cool. It's like, yeah, that's my one connection to Josie. Never seen him in concert, but I've heard his daddy preach and I've heard his brother and sister sing. That's kind of that's kind of dope right there. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Did, oh, I'll. I did my thirty for thirty. You're a sports guy too, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, so yeah. you so you do thirty for thirties. For the first time in my life, I, I had my. I'm going to watch this because it's about me proud moment. I watched the Allen Iverson 30 for 30. And I watched it with... with my Toughest old, dude ever to play basketball. I watched it with my old lady. And the thing is, everybody sees her and they're like, oh, she's this cute little adorable white school teacher type. My, and this makes me... This is probably the most ghetto fabulous niggerish thing I ever say in my life. My baby mama from Newport News, nigga. Newport News! Like, she's from that same area. So I, I have my moment of... Oh shit, we can watch the Allen Iverson documentary. Like the bowling alley that the fight happened in, like we've been in that bitch a lot. Yeah. It's like at the bit in there, at the beginning they're like, Historic Hampton, Virginia. This is Buckaroo Beach, where they have several Fourth of July, and we're like, Dude, you know how much weed I smoked at Buckaroo? It's like, you know how many bitches I tried to hang out with a Buckaroo? And she's like, Oh, you know how many niggas I hung out with a Buckaroo? Like, that was our spot. So I went through that whole so I guess I could understand that. But at the same time, I guess it's a little bit different for me. Like Drew Hill became the shit because they used to work at the fudge place at the Baltimore Harbor. Wait, are we at the sweet spot yet? Yeah, fuck oh. the sweet spot. We're petting <laughs> Fuck this, nigga. This, this, the buff, this, is jab, this is Jabbo and the I go nuts. That's right. It's like Jabbo and the team go nuts. Wrestling with nuts. <laughs> Wrestle these motherfucking nuts, nigga. Like, those niggas were working at the Baltimore Harbor uh, doing slapping fudge. And it's like they do this thing where they move the fudge around and flatten it out and they would sing to impress people. And where this whole area is, it's in the middle of like a wide open food court. And if you've never been to that part of the Baltimore Harbor back then when they were there, it's like you have your restaurants and everything else. But the whole area they were in was all glass. It was all windows. Even the elevator was glass. So you're in this huge ass beautiful food court with a a view of the Baltimore Harbor and... Lots of glass, pretty shit. And then you got these four niggas sitting there, just, you know, little Cisco and all them. And they weren't, they, they weren't thong, being, thong, thong, thong. yeah, he wasn't, he was gonna grab it back to your neck, bitch, make you listen to me. You're not buying no, fudge from no. that dude. But for them to go from moving fudge and singing to fucking, I got to get it, just let, let me hit it. When they were doing that, they were like Jodeci Light. Yeah, they were yeah. like Jodeci, Jodeci Light. Light. You, but, Jodeci is like, oh, they were all in church and praising Jesus. You went from that to no bullshit. There's probably about 15% of the people that were created during that time period was to Jodeci music. Yo, baby boy made songs that people was trying to fuck to, nigga. Like, no one ever, like, do me a favor. Make a list or, like, tick marks of every person that's ever walked up to you and be like, I fell in love with her to a Jodeci song. I looked at her when we were listening to, you know, Stay by Jodeci. It was, it was so beautiful. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Yeah. 
you know, I told her. And even Jodeci, the way that they set it up, like, I always tell like, boys and men, I'm, I'm trying to make love to you like you want me to, girl. Jodeci's best shot at being being romantic was, and I used to do that. I used to tell bitches back in the day when I was, if, if there's any girl that I've dated from the seventh grade on that has ever heard me say some bullshit like, forget about yesterday, because I want you so bad. Make love to me like you never had. Yeah, that did not come from me. That came from them niggas from Jodeci. That came from Wanye. And the thing is, that is the best. That is the best love. That's the best romantic shit Jodeci's gonna give you. Forget about you. Yeah, and I kind of feel like when you they think about that time frame in music. Period. As far as R and B, because I I remember we went. 97, this is 1997, this is, we're, we're old souls here, yeah. old Jabo and the nuts, old souls. <laughs> so 1997, we did the whole, uh, we did the senior trip to Disney World oh God. down in Florida. We, we never did that. So they did, well they did senior night down there. You know who I got to see on senior night? Who? Aaliyah. Really? Yeah. Nice. She was the headliner. Um, but I also got to see As Yet. Remember As Yet? Oh, fucking last night. Yes. That was most, I was. That no, I wasn't inside of you. Yeah, last night I, I was, was inside, inside of you. you. Last night while making love to you, you, I saw the, the, sun, the sun, the moon, the mountain, and the rivers. I saw so, heaven. Yeah. You want to know what's dirty? <laughs> we're all in high school there. We're all seniors in high school, so we're all 17, 18 years old. What do you think those dudes did during that concert? <laughs> There was some rubbing. No, they pull one of the girls from the floor up on the stage, and they're all rotating around her, singing this song to her. And I'm in the crowd going, you know she's 17, right? So you witnessed pretty much statutory rape on stage, musically. Well, they're sitting there, they're singing that song last night. I was inside, and I'm going, she's 17. Did cancel culture kick in? No, man, there wasn't none of that then. Were you like, we're in Florida, 17's getting up. I don't know what the ladies is in Florida. Do you think any of your high school mates fucked anybody from As Yet? There was a lot of niggas in As Yet. There was. There was a whole bunch there of was like there. there was like five or six dudes in I As Yet. That, that, that needs to be the next where are they now. Yeah. I have no idea where those dudes Matter are Matter of fact, now. they should get, if Dark Side of the Ring wants to do just a special... Okay. On this episode of Dark Side of the Ring, we're going to... Where is that? Download the Vice TV app. There is a Dark Side of the 90s. Yes, I know. It, it shows I've up. I've seen a couple of them. It show, God, They're nowhere near as good as the Dark Side of the Ring. That's why I didn't do yeah. it. But you start to look into the topics that they're covering on there? No, I have not even gone in there to look at any of them. Yeah, it's... There's, but they're they're all trying to play off of the Dark Side of the Ring thing. No, I got a lightning in a bottle. Kind of like after I finished... Um, after I finished Spartacus, I was like, oh, that show's amazing. I had to find something comparable. I couldn't. I ended up on Black Flag, but I was like, okay, it's got tits in it, but it's it's not Spartacus. Spartacus is fucking amazing. That first season is some of the best television I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, we didn't do all that. But still, I I think it's for, for Drew Hill to go from working in a fudge factory to making songs about fucking... And for Dalvin and them niggas to go from being in church, like, I'm not playing. Like, Jodeci, people put boys and men on when you wanted to say something sweet to your girlfriend, like, on Valentine's Day. Uh, When Jodeci was on, you knew what fucking time it was. Like, if you you walked in your house right now, your mom and your dad are at the house chilling and, you know, they're having Salisbury steak for dinner or something. And you walk in there, and as soon as you walk in, you hear Jodeci. I'm, out, I'm right back out the you're door. You're like, yeah, I'll holler at y'all Like, you boys to men. They might be, like, slow dancing in the kitchen or oh, holding hands yeah. or doing something cute. Like, I love my parents. I hope they don't listen to this episode because what I'm about to say is going to be very fucked up. If I walk into my parents' house 
And there is Boyz II Men playing. You know, my dad might be fake singing or doing the throw your clothes on the floor or something cute like that. <laughs> I just she just asked me say she was hungry an hour ago, and then I said, "Well, I'm at TJ's doing his podcast." She says, "Whatever." I have a side piece too that keeps me occupied. <laughs> She's like, "It's called a job." Yo, we'll, we'll get her seat. And then you were talking about shit about a sweet spot. We can close. No, this we're not closing this out. Whatever. If that woman don't eat, she's gonna wait. fucking kill you. Toot, 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 toot. Did I do it right? <laughs> Did I do it right? Oh my god! Hey, I, See, I, there's your one jab. That is my one jab because I promised the uh, with the whole I go nuts jabology episode. I went. I went hard. But that's okay. And We're going to get you out of here so you can take your old lady food because apparently that's what you're supposed to no! do. No! Without me knowing. Whatever. That's not what Jesus wants. That is exact. Not, it doesn't matter what Jesus wants. Yes, that's, it does. No, that's you what, can't, what, what, that's, Dalvin, what that, Mr. Dalvin would say about that. You know what Mr. Dalvin would yeah. say? He's he like, said, I, better ooh, sing, yeah. I better sing something nice well. so this nigga gets, I better sing something nice <laughs> so this nigga can get some ass later because the holder of the AT&T black card wants a motherfucking sandwich. <laughs> Go ahead and throw it on the table. Yeah, you know what the yeah. weird thing is? She, she scoops that motherfucker right into your dick, and she's like, fuck out of here. Do you see that fucking <laughs> black car? Go play in the street. Go play in the street. But no. Go dodge traffic. <laughs> Joe, I don't even know where the hell I was going. I don't either. If I walk into my parents' house and they're listening to Boys and Men, my dad's going to be cute. If I walk in and Jodeci is playing every single... Part of me is envisioning my dad jamming some sort of cloth or something in my mom's mouth <laughs> to shut her the fuck up while he gives her that fucking Papa Jabs LD. No. Like, my dad... He's like, elbow deep in it. Yeah, if I Check walk in and my parents are listening to Jodeci, I'm seeing my dad like, I'm like, why is this nigga wearing Tim's and doing push-ups in my mama on the couch? Like, his feet are on the motherfucking couch. He's fucking everything up right now. Like, yeah... So I never need my parents to ever listen to Joe. <laughs> they can listen to Casey and JoJo. They can listen to Lately, or you know, Dude, they, they, my parents are Bobby well, Womack. Yeah, well, Casey and Joe. When they started putting out their own albums, I mean, I, I can't remember the they got the song that everybody wants to play at their wedding. Uh, gosh, I can't even remember. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I hate that but fucking man, song. Man, those dudes can sing. Yeah, they can. They have that old school raspy fucking preachers, preachers kid. Preacher. But where are they? You know, but Jodeci put out an album. What was it two or three years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Cool guys, they're gonna get back together." <sighs> and then yeah, it was just eh. their times passed. Yeah. Man. Their times passed. It's not their fault. Like you, really, in my opinion, you really don't have. I think that uh, the '90s was probably the best years for R&B. Uh, you had your boys Smins, you had your Jodeces. Even like your guys that weren't bigger groups, like your fucking H Towns and H-town. your Asia. Oh, like H-town. everybody had, everybody still had it. What was H Town song? Body rocking, knocking, yes. No. yes. And the, and the thing is, if you you heard that shit on the radio, and back then, like '90s Afrocentric was the shit. So everybody watched New Jack City and all the little shitty spinoff hood movies, <laughs> and all the spinoff hood movies that took place in the city had songs like that in it. So you're like, oh, no, nah, man. It's like, oh, y'all getting together to watch New Jack City? We're like, no, nah, we watching Old Bronx. But what the fuck is that? It's that movie with that random black actor that was once in New York Undercover. <laughs> he was, but Jodeci did the soundtrack, and it's got some shit by H-Town in there. And then the soundtrack, the soundtrack was better than the fucking movie was. Yeah. But, yeah, the 90s is the best spot for him. So you probably don't get that shit again. Like, there's nobody out there that you listen to that you're like, oh, man, this no. nigga getting everybody pregnant. Nope. Little Nas X is not getting everybody pregnant. Except himself. It, yeah, because yeah. he's lap dancing with the, with the devil. But Jodeci, when Jodeci comes on, you're like, yeah, about 90% of this room's fucking. 
Like back in the day with our with our parents, it was like Al Green's on. Yeah, yeah wife, Al Green. Yeah, this oh, bitch is dude. about to get pregnant. Did you Did you hear the, <clears throat> the the Silk Sonic thing with Bruno Mars and Anderson? I did Anderson not. Pot? I saw. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Anderson Pot P A A K. I yeah, believe yeah. it's Pot. I did not watch it, but I saw kind of like the little throwback to the singing group thing they did. Dude, I've, I listened to it with the boys a little over Is here. it a song? Or they, no, is it's it a whole group? album, dude. Really? They, they put it, I mean, and it's it's not in it. Is it Bruno and it? Is it just yeah, Bruno and Anderson? It's Bruno and Pop? Anderson, and they've got the, the backup band of Silk Sonic. It's a throwback. I kind of like it. Does, it. does it kind of have that? It's a throwback to the, the Al Green, the Albie Shore. I fuck that, that whole. I fuck with Bruno Mars, but I didn't realize how much I fucked with Bruno Mars until I realized how much I fucked with Bruno Mars. He's like Bruno Mars was like Neo. He's like the guy that wrote songs for everybody that you didn't know he yes. was writing songs for everybody, and then he fucked around and ended up being a pretty decent singer. Yeah, but more so than anything, uh, apparently a hell of a performer. Like I'm the guy that still hasn't like watched his Super Bowl I'm... performance and went crazy. Because as far as I'm concerned, the greatest Super Bowl performance of all time will always be. I still think it's awesome that he's the kid in a thousand miles of Graceland. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Bruno Mars is that Elvis performer. Yeah. To me, that just when I when I saw that, I went. It blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that you actually. Well, I'm not hugely surprised. You're you're a little bit surprised. You know, I'm a cultured redneck. No, you're a cultured redneck, but I'm used to doing this show with with with, an uncultured redneck. Well, he's he's cultured. He's not so much redneck as country. Deep, 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 deep. That's two. Yeah. No, 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 shut it down. Shut it down. No, I'm good. Sorry, Teeb. I said I'd only do it once. No, I'm good. Keep going. I'm probably going to end it with something talking about his mom or or something. And I love her. She's such a sweet lady. Talk to you later, honey. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wrong. Teeb, I'm God. sorry. I know no, he's not. Teeb, you're not going to listen to this anyway, so I'm not worried about it. No, he will. No, he won't. You, you, he will. He won't. You're his competition. You're not his competition. Uh, if he, he dies, he though. He is no competition. If he dies, though, you're first on the list. I'm first on the list? I don't know. I've had to rework all these scenarios in my head. Like, what if something goes bad? Like, what if we fight? Like, what if So if I shank him, I get to be the permanent co-host? Uh, because I, to, I've totally got a shiv ready to go. You wouldn't have to kill him. I mean, I'm just saying, we'll just, just, just. Like, I'm waiting for there to be, and I hope fame doesn't change us, but, uh, <laughs> if, it, if it changes I'm, you, I'm out. I'm waiting for there I'm to, out. I'm waiting for there to be like, I want this podcast to have like a behind the music. Mm-hmm. They're like, they were the biggest podcasters in the world. It's like, and it just like shows us when we first start out. And then like, so when we, we I, hit Rogan status and no, it shows I me want, like doing I a line. I want the dude before. you had on Jabology last week. To narrate the thing in the Joker voice the whole time. Oh, you, oh, fucking Papa Don. Oh, oh Don DiGiorgio. DiGiorgio. Shout out to Don DiGiorgio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to have to have this whole story where, like, you know, he and I start all humble, and then you know we break out, and then one of us cares about making a good product, and the other one does like a shit ton of drugs. Like, I want him covered in like strippers, male, female, whatever. <laughs> like, just doing lines so, off of like dudes and chicks' asses, yeah. and just not giving a well, fuck. I, and I, I want to like walk in there and be like, "What the fuck's <laughs> happened to you?" And him to be standing there like with bunny ears on, wearing a wearing like a like a jock not, strap, yeah, a like jock a jock strap. strap, like with cocaine on his nose. And for there to be just so kind of like you different wanted to be naked like the Herb people. Abrams UWF. Yes, yes that is yes. what you look want. Yes, you, look at you with the fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, I want that to happen, and I want to be the Jim Brown that's like, what have you let happen to you? Like, that's, this is not what we started. This is not why we did this. And I want them to be like, so Jabbo had no choice but to move on. 
Teeb went to rehab, and that's when Teeb, it's like, and that's when, that's when Jabbo went nuts. And then for them to be like, <laughs> like next, I'm behind the music. And you'd just be like, like, well, I don't know. It's like, we talked about doing it a couple times. I know he's serious about bringing me on, but he brought me on. And, uh, <laughs> and now this thing blown up. <laughs> and as I <they> say, <laughs> fucking magic happens. It's like, you know, you, you know how good we're doing? I just said fuck or behind the music, and I paid you enough money to not even edit it out. You know why? Because I'm the goddamn I go nuts. Like I want that, and for him to build back up and then work That's his right. way not back in. But so, I, I want us to have a big enough illustrious. So he'll be like he'll be like the eastbound and down guy. Kenny Kenny yes. Powers. You know I watched that whole the whole. How thing. had you not done I Kenny Powers before we? T- Danny McBride is one of the greatest things to ever happen. to Dude, the he's Z- a genius. I fucking. Let let me do, oh god and we can because I know you have shit to do so I we can no no nope. what time is it what time is it nah we got time I'm, we can go into we, what time is it how long have we been on this we've been running for oh we're well past the sweet spot we yeah, gotta find another one now no we're in an hour this one's gonna be moist no nope, I told you I did we're not gonna, we're gonna find I, a moist no, spot your old lady already spot. wants to kick me in the throat she, enough I don't she need works her, till nine thirty no I don't need her to be those are the reason why that's you what Jesus hanging out with black people so I don't have any fucking food like I don't want her to say that shit because I'd be like yeah. I just have to feed those two because I'd be like this I'm like yeah she is right <laughs> I ate yesterday <laughs> no that's not what Jesus wants and you're not eating right now we're drinking do do you, do you does it look like I need to eat more. I don't know. I can still see all the parts of that shirt. That's right. The American Dween. You don't have enough Dusty Woes. Live and in living color. Where and We're going to get funky like a monkey. And Cody. And Cody? Cody's AEW. Cody. And, and Cody AEW? Cody, yes, Cody's AEW. Cody is actually, and, and of course he'll never hear this, but he is one of the best people in wrestling, period. Is he? Yes. You know, Cena had that thing where... We completely just went sideways, but that's okay. No, we're good. Yeah, um, I mean, we were talking about my parents it. having sex and we everything were. else. Ooh, sure. Yeah, yeah, and Jodeci. Yeah, Daddy, don't listen to Jodeci. Mama gonna try to suck <laughs> stuff out your soul. Don't let her touch your daddy. Tell her to don't, put, don't do it. To push the put to slap the CD out of her hand like that. And she's but, like, baby, TJ said so, we should listen. To- Cena, just put it down. Cena is is the dude, and even still, he's such a good guy. He does everything for dude, kids. He's such a good guy. Well, I mean, I showed you that video of him where he calls Scotty out on SmackDown. Scotty's yeah, going to have that until he's 90. Dude, he's such a good guy. Um, Cody's in that same realm. And I keep seeing things. And apparently, they're so on Cody now about turning heel, being a bad guy. And he won't do it because he, he wants to be real. He wants to be who he is. Because he's the guy. And, and I keep reading stories and hearing stories about him where, excuse me, he uh, – he stays for an hour past when he's supposed to stay at places just so he meets every fan, takes a picture with every fan, you know, sees every kid because that's important to him. He wants to – he wants – he always talks about trying to fill his daddy's boots, you know, because Dusty, really Dusty was the shit. Dusty's dude. a legend. Dusty was you know, the I go back now and watch some of them promos with Dusty, and it was just amazing his connection with the fans. You know, when he's talking – he's talking about reach your hand to the TV and, and – and, you know, it, it, I'm gonna pull from your soul the power. But yeah, you know, it was talking about hard times, putting hard times on that hard times promo was one of the best ever. You know, they put hard times on Dusty Rose. Hard times is when a man who's 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 working for a trucking company for 24 years and he gets let go, and all they give him is a gold watch. You know, and, and I, I, that ain't how it went, but it's you get the gist. Just, mm-hmm. Dusty's the man, and Cody always talks about how hard it is for him to fill his daddy's boots or try. He said he'll never be able to fill his daddy his daddy's boots. 
Um, but, dude, he's – yeah, Cody's something special. And the fact that he went out and bet on himself with AEW with all the other guys where people were – you know, he didn't have to because he was so tired. He did the Stardust thing in WWE. That was fucking – I I backed him because he was fucking a Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. But that was – it was painful. Well, even Dustin <laughs> – Dude, Dustin's near 50 years old, and he can still go. Mm. You know, but they're running that school down there. They're training kids up to to be good wrestlers and good people as well. Um, yeah, Cody's Cody's got Pretty solid. He's got a lot of respect in my book. There's there's a couple guys that have that have uh, watching that documentary or watching those documentaries. There's a couple guys that, that kind of boosted my respect for them and. Like Jericho, we rolled off Jericho. There's a couple guys that's seeing him now. It was kind of sad. You know, there's certain dudes that I was like, fuck, man. Like, you know, apparently, uh, you know, Lex Luger is. Lex is in pretty bad health. Yeah. And I, I can't really go. I guess I could go on how I feel about that, but it's one of those wide shot things because for the longest time I was like, I blame you for Elizabeth dying. I do, but then again, I can't. Yeah, because it was her. It was her. Yeah, family. it was. It's you know, it's a two way street. Yeah, it is. So with that, but um, watching the whole thing with Owen Hart's family and like Vicky Guerrero, isn't she AEW now? Too? She is. She yeah. is, and she actually manages one of the only transgender wrestlers on a mainstream company ever. I used to always look at her and be like, she looked like she was a dude. So I'm playing. Um, I fu- I fuck, sorry, Vicky. I fuck with Vicky because like she stayed in the business, man. Like her her husband. Yeah, and I think WWE kind of gave her a spot because they knew she needed, and then she ran with it. Yeah, right? I think she completely ran with she it. She ran with it. She did the the whole excuse me thing where she come out excuse me, and it was annoying. But she got real heat, and and you can't. You can't manufacture that. You can't manufacture them, booze. That's what you need to look up MJF. That dude's got real heat, and he's a heel 24-7. You know, if you follow him on Twitter, he's constantly calling people out on Twitter, and he's doing it in a a heelish way. Uh, And pretty much his his gimmick is that he's better than you, and you know it kind of thing. That's his gimmick, and it's awesome, man. Um, He's he's the modern-day Ric Flair. Dude, I'll tell you right now, I don't know... That's another thing I always tell people. I hold Piper in high regard. Yes, Piper absolutely. was Piper was my Piper was my fucking guy. I don't know when I became, but I remember, um, and some of this was brought back to me severely when I started watching. Um, of course, fucking, uh, and I keep calling it. I, I keep wanting to mix the fucking Beyond the Mat with fucking Ring of the Dark or whatever else. Yeah, I keep wanting to fuck that title up. <laughs> And the more we drink, I'm sure it'll become more prevalent that I fuck it up. But, uh... Beyond the dark side of the ring. Beyond the dark side of everything that happens in the mat that's in the ring. (laughs) By Jabbo. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, stop doing it. Well, well. Take that out of her mouth, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it it reconnected me with so much shit that, that I'd really fucking dug about wrestling, man. Um... Is there, like, and like I said, I only got the most, I want to say all, or if not most of the third season, whatever streaming I'm watching on. Have they done an Eddie Guerrero episode? Yes. Is it, it's it's gotta be what, season four? It is, I don't know, I could tell you if I looked it up, Mm, Um, but the, 
Chavo talking about it. It's got to be. Chavo yeah, that, that is... That hits now, you in the Chavo are what? Cousins? No. Chavo really? Chavo is Eddie's nephew. Okay. But they were about the same age. Right. Um, and Chavo, man, him talking about Eddie, because he was the one that found Eddie, when, uh, of course, they couldn't... They were looking for him. And it, it just... Seeing him break down over... Yeah, that, that, that hits you straight in straight the field box. Yeah. Chavo... Chavo's... Uh, Chavo's interviews on some of them have kind of been like fuck, and it's given me a new definite, uh, a new depth of respect for him. Jericho's uh, did the same thing. Oh, I have absolutely, and I always fucked with them. But if there's one thing that that series has done is, I absolutely, and maybe I need to do more research before I decide to jump on this train. I fucking love. Jim Cornette. I absolutely fucking love Jim Cornette. I lo- Jim Cornette is real. What Jim Cornette shows you is what Jim Cornette is. And the thing is, the fact that he's like, yeah, he's like, Montreal Screwjob. You really want me to stare at you in the face and tell you that I fucked you over? But, I did. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I fucked you yeah. over. Like, I'm my bad. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Yeah, Jim Cornette is he's he is who he is, and there he's got a big following of people who just bow down to every word he says. Um, I think he's he's got a lot of, well, I say a lot of an extreme amount of wrestling knowledge. Oh yeah, um, as far as the product and the stuff that they did back in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in the '80s, because he's the one that come up with New Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and wanted New Jack and Mustafa to be the gangsters, and pretty much he come out and said, "I want you to just come out here and piss off all the rednecks." I make every fucking white person in this mm-hmm. room mad. And that's exactly as fuck. what that's they exactly did. What they and did. they got over doing it. Oh yeah. You know, but Cornette is he's anti AEW because he he calls them the Outlaw Mud Show or something like that because they do a lot of flippy things. And you know, there's the guys now are so much more athletic than the guys were in the eighties. Some of the things that they can do. Um. But he also come out and he said that that Punk and Kingston promo that I was telling you about earlier is one of the best promos he's seen in a long time. So, I mean, he weighs in on both sides of the spectrum. He doesn't like a lot of the the stuff that they do. But then again, when he sees something that draws him back to that time frame of, you know, 1988, when they were hot with the, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, he he tells it like it is. And I've listened to his podcast. He's actually, he's got a pretty solid podcast See, as I, well. I haven't jumped that deep into, into Cornette as far as listening to his podcast and everything else, but... As far as him just being that guy and knowing a lot of shit about wrestling and being in the room for a lot of these conversations mm-hmm. of some of the biggest shit in wrestling that's happened. Oh, yeah. Like you were a part of fucking some of the groups that made these decisions. You were in the room when these decisions were being made. It's like you are like Mean Gene Oakland and, and Gorilla mean? Monsoon. Woo! By like, God, Gene. These motherfuckers are not like... And I didn't realize how deep Cornette was in the game. Like, when he was running around with the racket, fucking people up with the racket, mm-hmm. wearing that white suit and getting blood all... He was the reason why I hated that man yes, when him and his but, homeboys fucked up Magnum when, T.A. when they're doing that and you hate them, they're doing, they're a doing good their job. job. They're doing a good job. And and Cornette, I made it a point to go listen to, and I don't listen to Cornette's podcast. I've, I've caught a few here and there, but I made a point to go listen to the whole one after Beautiful Bobby died. Mm-hmm. Because everybody talked about how emotional Cornette was, and yeah, it gets you a little bit on the you know on the choked up side. Because he, I mean, that was his buddy, and apparently, uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton was one of the nicest guys in wrestling. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where there, there's nobody in wrestling that had a bad thing to say about Bobby Eaton. Period. 
the Arn Anderson has a podcast, which I love. Arn Anderson. I fuck with Arn Anderson. The Four Horsemen were the shit to me. That I just because of the. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Arn Anderson, when I was a kid, always reminded me of my daddy. Same Aww. build, you know. Same balding over the top. Same hairy chest. I mean, he always reminded me of my daddy. So I always had a special spot for for Arn Anderson. But his promos to me were always so great because they were real. He's just a tough guy, mm. you know. Uh, but listen to his podcast and some of the things. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they talk about going back through there. I pay attention to what, what Double A says. He's a smart dude. You know, he's a smart dude. Did he come out several weeks ago? And Cody, of course, people are booing Cody. Arn is, and I can't wait for this turn to happen. Sooner or later, Arn is going to turn on Cody. Arn's like his coach now. Mm-hmm. But they're they're long playing it. Um, Arn is going to end up turning on Cody because, you know, you get into the, the Arn Anderson Rhodes history with the four horse and whatever else and then breaking Dusty's leg way back when and riding that train for I don't know how long. Uh, sooner or later, Arn is going to turn on Cody. And when he does, it's going to be – it's going to do business. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arn cut a promo with Cody not too long ago where he was laying into Cody for being soft and pandered to the fans or whatever else. And Arn told him, he says, look, he says – when you get carjacked on the side of the road, he says you pretty much turn over and you uh, you know you give your keys to the guy and you give him the car, you give him your wallet, you give him your cell phone, you give him anything you he wants. This guy, same guy comes over, cars the, or tries to carjack Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson pulls out the Glock and he does this, <laughs> and he puts that dude on a sidewalk with his brains laying all over the place. It's just Arn's just good, mm. you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I I. I I still listen to Arn Anderson on that podcast. I, like I don't know, man. I, I do. I think I'm about to jump into like looking at all this wrestling shit. AEW, you should. Like if because I need somebody to talk with. Nobody, I'll fuck her. You no, know what? No, no, I, no, I'll fuck nobody with you loves hardcore me. enough that I'll. Everybody loves you. Nobody loves me. You're the one guy that everybody loves. It's a lie. No, you are. It's like lie. people even don't like me. What are you talking about? I Who doesn't I, like I, you? I don't know. There's people out there that don't like you. I thought I was the most likable motherfucker but, in the universe. But you don't want to go to South Africa. No, I don't. Because you're black. He's a good sir. You're black. <laughs> Free South Lethal Africa. Lethal Weapon's coming back. Oh, I don't know how I feel. It doesn't matter. It's Lethal Weapon. It's Riggs and Myrtle. 
the only, okay, the one reason why I'm not completely destroying the idea of Lethal Weapon happening again is because Mel Gibson is directing. Now, that comes with a lot of weight to it, because after the whole little pack of wild niggers, fucking, you're a Jew, aren't you? Like, I really don't like Mel Gibson as a person, and I cannot like him as a person and still respect his art, but the thing is, now that I do consider myself an artist, I'm like, dude, the art that you create comes from the person that you really are, and it's your expression, so I kind of feel like, fuck you, but Lethal Weapon, to me, is bigger than just Mel Gibson. Yes. It is, and I'll do... I just want Leo Getz to come back. I want all of it. It's the first, and here's the thing. And we can close after this, because you better take your ass to go get that woman some fucking sandwiches. She's already, she's at work. <laughs> Doesn't matter. She, you she been, ate The yesterday. only reason why you're talking shit is because she, she ain't... Yesterday. The only reason why you're talking shit is because she ain't going here. Because if she heard this, she'd be like, what'd you say about me? And I'd she's be like, like no. that shit... She's a baby. I said I love you. She's like, yeah. Put some Joe to see now. While I that's right. Put, I'll put this fucking thing in your ass. We'll do the Valkyrie tonight. I'm about to Valkyrie your shit. You're like, baby, turn it off. Put on boys, man. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I'll make love to you like you want me to. I'll <laughs> like, hold you tight. I'm hold you tight. Please, no, and don't spit. Ooh, yeah. Don't spit on that. <laughs> Lately, your bottle has been bleeding. No, 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 blood. no, 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 more I love blood. You, no, blood. no, 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 Please don't, don't cut me again. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It doesn't matter. It does. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. What's your name? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what, what your, your name, name is. is. I love that shit. That and I love I, the who I, the hell are you. I have not jumped knee deep into watching wrestling or anything else in a while. But like AEW thing. Yes, Wednesday you, night, you 7 p.m. I Mike. actually might start doing AEW with you. So Because we'll have some shit to talk about. Matter of fact. You know what? Matter of fact, if I actually got into AEW and wrestling and everything else hardcore enough, just because of the fact that I know you fucking enjoy doing this, I would break my three-show rule. Your three-show rule? I would break my three-show rule. We're going to have a four-show? I told myself I would. I don't know. I mean, if... Wrestling if, with I go nuts? If I really fucking dig and get into this whole wrestling thing, I would have no problem with, okay, let's watch two wrestling shows a week and let's talk about AEW and then let's talk about fucking SmackDown. I'm not trying to overextend myself. The only reason why is because scene 15 is literally 15 minutes long. It's 15 <laughs> to 16 minutes long. I can record like 9,000 episodes of that bitch in one day, depending on how much fucking stern stuff the old lady has in her, and call it a day. This might be a little bit longer. Plus, I really like, dude, talking wrestling with you. Like, it, it goes from, oh my God, and I love the killer bees and everything else. The killer like, bees? Let me oh, talk to you about the so importance of Jim Cornette. The, the missus and I went to Vegas. Right, you know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, lots of cool pictures from there. By the way, we're Thanks. in the we're in the airplane bus or whatever, being bus from one part to the other, or being bus to the baggage claim. I don't remember what the heck it was. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so I'm sitting there. I've got a Carrie Von Eric Texas Tornado T-shirt on. You know me. I've got some old school wrestling yes. T-shirts. Yes. Um, and there's a big black fella sitting across from me, and he kind of looks familiar. I don't know. When I say big, not fat. It's like he was really muscular 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, it so. hasn't fully turned into fat right. yet. You still have right. some, there's some, he's there's got, still he's some, he's got some big there. old earrings. Think of like, uh, Ahmed Johnson earrings. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Okay. So he's sitting there and he sees my t-shirt and he goes, Is that, uh, Carrie Ron Eric, Texas tornado. And I went, uh, yeah, yeah. He says, he is the best wrestler I've ever known. And I went, no, 
says, yeah, he says, way back in the day, I used to, you know, I used to run around from Von Eric boys and the, the killer bees down in Florida, you know, and it didn't strike me at the time to catch the dude's name, but we sat there and talked wrestling for the 10 minute drive and it was cool. And we talked about, the why did you ask him his fucking name? I didn't think about it. And the whole time I'm sitting there going, I'm and Lisa's next to me. And she's of course she's looking at me like I'm crazy because I kind of have a wrestling conversation with anybody because I grew up on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, this fellow's sitting across from me, and if you know, he's not going to ever hear this. But if he did, I wish I would have asked your name. But he starts talking about the David Von Erich and the Von Erich family and the curse. And I was like, man, did they ever wear shoes? No, them dudes never wore shoes anywhere. Um, and talks about all the, hanging out with Lex Luger, hanging out with the Killer Bees, and I'm just I should have asked that dude's name. But that's the thing, wrestling connects people who otherwise wouldn't talk and he started just talking to me just based upon a t-shirt i had on all right so i get that a lot of times man wrestling is one of those things that's like weed you'd be surprised the amount of people that could come together over shit like that oh yeah i have had for some and the the thing that i've noticed is for for some reason wrestling with anyone that i've talked to wrestling about it's not just some oh i picked this up and decided to start liking this shit on my own it normally has some connection to, in most cases, it's like, oh, well, I watch this with my dad, or mm-hmm. I watch this with my grandfather. I grew up watching with my grew, when yeah. I was a kid. You know, and that's how it was with me and my dad. Me and my dad grew up watching wrestling together. And I don't know if he grew up watching wrestling with his dad, but, like, the, the first time I ever saw the Iron Claw, that was my dad fucking around with me when we were, when we were wrestling okay. one day. There's another thing with AEW that WWE doesn't do. When WWE brings back legends, mm-hmm. they tend to make jokes of them. Um, they tend to humiliate them, wanting to put the, the new guys over on the other guys. So, Baron Von Ratchke, does that name ring a bell? Yes. Was at the AEW show a couple weeks ago. Is he, how is he so He's alive? old. He, I mean, he's a very, he looks the same, though. How, he, isn't that dude, like, in his 70s? He's got to be in his 70s. But he's sitting there, and he's at ringside, and then, of course, one of the heels gets down out of the ring, and is talking junk to him. So, what does that dude do? What do you think Iron claws the fuck out of this dude. And I mean, it was weak. It wasn't. It wasn't the most it was watching, vicious it, Iron Claw. It ever. was watching Robert De Niro the, kick just, somebody in the, yes. in the Irishman. <laughs> but just the simple fact that that's what AEW does with legends—they bring them back and they put them on a pedestal as opposed to trying to put them down here. Mm. It's the difference between AEW and WWE, or another difference between AEW and WWE. Sting. Sting is in AEW. Is he AEW now? Um, and he wrestles every now and then. But when Sting did his little tour in WWE for the short time before he got hurt, Seth Rollins hit him with a buckle bomb and broke his neck. Um, oh, boy, the buckle bomb. I'll show you later. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll work it out. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. You're six foot five, and I'm only five ten. So right. I, no. I don't think I could put you no. in a buckle bomb, but no. I should try. No, no, we're no, good. We no, don't we're have good? to. It's like a power bomb into no. the turnbuckle. No, no, not happening. Oh, we could do it. Well, no. Matter of fact, I hope your old lady keeps texting you like, <laughs> "Nigga, where the fuck is my raviolis at?" But when Sting, I want back, you out of my house. When Sting, <laughs> when Sting was nigga, back, you told me you want to buckle bomb me into shit. Don't laugh past you want to hurt me. No, oh, no, nigga, it's okay. When Sting did this, don't yeah, play you. No, no. I'm like, Yo, I want to buckle bomb you. No, I don't want you to. Oh no, it's okay. It'll happen. Okay, anyway, the still for the Valkyries. <laughs> I mean, you do let your woman Valkyrie. You are a pussy. So yeah, buckle bombing right. is in your future. Uh, Anyways, on to the so, flyer thing. So when Sting was in WWE. Mm. All Vince McMahon did with him was put WWE, WWE guys over Sting. Um, because, of course, it's the WWE, and Sting was always the WCW guy. 
Um, Triple H beat him when he shouldn't have beat him. Never got the match with The Undertaker that he should have had, which that would have been epic, even 10, 15 years after the whole WCW versus WWE thing. Sting Mm -hmm. and Undertaker is a match that never happened that always should have. Uh, Seth Rollins wrestled him. And it was a good match, but, I mean, Sting was like 59 years old. Sting's 59, 60 now or something like that. But Seth Rollins hurt him, but AEW... They bring Sting out for special occasions. Sting is on the show just about every week, but he doesn't wrestle. He's just there. He's there as a presence. He's there mentoring guys. Is he all costumed out? Or is he oh, just... yeah. He comes out in the in the, the black and white face paint. Oh, so he's doing the face paint yeah, thing? Yeah, and he's got you know the Sting t-shirt, but he's done a couple of cinematic matches, which is good. I don't know if you saw the, the Undertaker-AJ Styles match from a couple years ago Mm-mm. at WrestleMania. Mm-mm. Excellent. But if Taker wrestled a regular match, it would have been excellent. You know, the cinematic, that's kind of where those older guys need to go because they can't go like they used to. It's just its just the fact of age. I couldn't go like I used to either. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Take it out of her mouth. <laughs> daddy, no. No, daddy, no. But, but the they're using Sting the right way. They're using Paul White, formerly known as The Big Show, in the right way. They bring him up as a special attraction. And when he does, they, they don't make him into a punk. They don't punk him out to put other guys over. Mm. They use him as a special attraction. Um, I'm trying to think. Billy Gunn wrestled last night. Who's who? Whose show is AEW? It's who, on. TV. Who runs that? Who who owns the whole? The Khan family. Huh. Tony Khan. Tony Khan is the unofficial owner, but it's Shad Khan's money. His daddy. Mm-hmm. Shad Khan's a billionaire, and like I said, he's the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. He owns one of the English soccer teams, and I'd misquote it if I said the wrong one. You're okay. You're yeah. on this show. You're but, a coach. You can do whatever the fuck you want. That's right. There you go. It doesn't matter which one they own. <laughs> See, there you go. Feel that power. Yeah. Uh, no, dude. But it's they they treat the legends right, and they're doing they're doing things for wrestling fans as opposed to doing things for Vince McMahon, which is it's. I feel like Vince has kind of lost touch. Yeah, Vince, at one time, he had lightning in a bottle when he had the Stone Colds and the Rocks and even, you know, Triple H. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that whole era. There was a time that he that WCW had a warring product with WWE. Were they WWE then? Or yeah, were they, were, uh, I think they were still WWF. Yeah, they might. They had a warring product with WWF, but... And that's the thing that always surprised the shit out of me that WCW hung in there and WWCW never had The Rock. Mm-mm. They never had Stone Cold. They never had, well, at the time, like their biggest people were what? Your Cruiserweights, Goldberg. You had like Diamond Dallas Page. Hey, yo. You got guys like that. Oh, when the, the, the NWO. That's why the NWO is my favorite outside of the – actually, you know what? And I will say this officially. You always say the Four Horsemen was my favorite. I love the Horsemen. Fashion was my favorite faction in wrestling. The original NWO. The original NWO, the them problem, motherfuckers were amazing. The problem with the NWO is they watered it down. If they would have kept that to five or six guys. Yeah. When when they added a whole – When, when half like, the roster was NWO. Yeah, that's when it was done. It was done. When, when we got – my favorite days were probably just, and I don't even like fucking Big Papa Pump, but I think he was probably the last class of people that they could have added that was okay. So that well, that but that promo I sent you and Teeb a couple weeks ago of the the you know the thirty three and a third percent chance of it winning at sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's one of the greatest promos ever. Oh yeah. 
And to WWE's credit, NXT is another branch of WWE. They've got a guy over there now, Braun Breaker, who is actually Rick Steiner's son. And he looks just like his daddy. But he talks just like Scott Steiner. It's phenomenal. He's going to be a star. Where are the Steiners? Uh, Scott Steiner still wrestles every now and then, but he owns a Shoney's in Georgia somewhere. One of the only Shoney's to serve alcohol. I can't imagine going into that Shoney. I'd like to file a complaint with the manager. <laughs> I kind of want to go there just because I'd, I. the only thing I want to ask him, I'm like... Rick Steiner, the dog-faced gremlin. The, the, I love, I love Rick Steiner. Please tell me he's still alive. He is. Tell, he, he's a realtor or something in Georgia now. I love that guy. But his son, who is in NXT now, is actually... He was an NFL player for the... Ravens play fullback or something like that, and they didn't they didn't keep him, so he got into wrestling. Dude, he's jacked. He's jacked, and he sounds like a Steiner. I want to meet Rick Steiner. I want to meet the dog face gremlin. I'm like, put that fucking wrestling headgear on, take a picture with me, and sign this goddamn sign this goddamn fucking like a sign this intent to sell. <laughs> sign on top of it, or sign one of your little I would, cards. I need you to notarize my signature for me and yeah. then bark. <laughs> yeah, I need you to do some shit yeah. like that. Oh, another thing I noticed from those fucking documentaries. Um, yeah, I know that we got the whole Macho Man Elizabeth thing. Mm-hmm. And Macho Man's real name was... Randy Poffo. He was Randy Poffo. His brother... Was the genius. Was the genius. Leap or Leaping, Le- leaping Lanny Poffo. I've got a genius t-shirt. It's one of my favorite t-shirts. Wasn't he at one point in time incarcerated for kitty porn? <laughs> Lanny Poffo? Yeah. Didn't he go? Didn't uh, he? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And there's something creepy. That Probably. He, there's He's a little two, on the weird side. There's two things that are... Sorry, Lanny. Uh, there's two... No, fuck that nigga. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's two <laughs> things that I vaguely remember him being in my scope for. One, he beat Hulk Hogan in a match. Okay. He's he, a genius. He wrestled Hulk Hogan... I, and it was a match that I saw on a Saturday. I don't know why I remember this. But he used to come out in... Uh, like the graduation. Yeah, he had the yeah. graduate. And he'd come yeah. out and do these speeches. And they'd rhyme and all that kind of shit. 
He still does that. Oh, God, I didn't even know he still wrestled. He beat Hogan in a match. It was a random-ass Saturday match, and it was like a gimmicky win of how he pulled it off. Like, of course it wasn't clean. But that, and I remember, I'm like, didn't he get arrested for kitty porn? Like, why are you on a documentary? You fuck you you fuck around like watching kids get hammered. Why are you on a topic? I, did, I, I didn't know that. We, that, that that's a whole I, dark I would, side of the ring in itself. I would look it up again, but my phone died. But I, before I before I completely just villainize old 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 Poffo brother that's still breathing, I want to say that he was yeah that he was like oh I like watching people hump on kids. It's awesome. So that kind of made me feel a little bit dirty. I'm going to double check into that when my phone is back to being charged just to make sure I'm not. Because I don't want to. Of all the people in the world I want to apologize to, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. I don't want to be like. Now you make me feel bad about being so proud about my genius shirt I've got. No, the genius shirt is still fantastic. The genius didn't do that. Lenny did. Fucking, I don't want to. Like, of all the things in the world, I don't want to have to find my way to that car wash in Altoona and be like. Altoona, Pennsylvania. Yeah, like Poffo, Lenny. He's like, yeah, it's me. I'm like, so I have a podcast. Yikes! <laughs> Called you a fucking child porn lover. My bad. My bad. Yeah, you're not the yeah. guy. Uh-uh. No, I I'll go search for Casey and JoJo. I'm like, thank you for getting everybody pregnant. everyone pregnant. Yeah. I'll say that to them. They at this point in their career, I think they're probably on the over forty tour. You know, the, the, the kind of tours that you wanted to go to back when you were younger right, you right. couldn't because you thought niggas might wild out. Now the niggas that might wild out, like, are grandfathers <laughs> because they had kids really young. So you'd be like, oh, man, like, that nigga, that's, that's Nuck Nuck right there. That nigga sitting up front at the motherfucking Jodeci concert. And you find out Nuck Nuck's like, nah, my name's Darrell Davis, man. Like, no one calls me Nuck Nuck anymore. I got grandkids and I, I work in a tire shop. I'm just here to see Jodeci like you. Freak in the morning, freak in the evening, freak yeah. like me. What song was that? What? That freak in the morning, freak in the evening. Oh, freak like me by Adina by Adina That's Howard. That's the chick I saw that did the did the dance on the stage. Yeah, that was, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Adina Howard. This That's is, who it is. I'm gonna be a freak all through the day yes. until the dawn. Yes, because so, we go. Yeah. Bum, bum, I don't know why I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take you around the world on a gangster lane. Gangster lane? And we can pump, pump any time of day. It's all good with me. Wow, why do I know that? I don't know, but yeah. One to the two, to the two, to the three. Do you want to get freaking with me? Why do I know that? (laughs) Was she the same chick that had the song T-shirt and panties? T-shirt and my panties on? She's who, that's not who you invite to a historical black college homecoming. (laughs) If you're like, oh man, you know, it's 300 years of Hampton University being prestigious and great and go Pirates. And here we have 19-time never Grammy-nominated Adina Howard. And she brings her 60-year-old ass out there like, this pussy's still warm. I'm like, no, Adina. No, no, it's cold. It's ice cold. Make a speech and sing the clean parts of yeah. Freak Like Man yeah. and walk your punk ass off the stage. Like... Somebody bring out Jodeci. Yeah, we don't need KC Jojo. Ooh no. <laughs> Ooh maybe. Maybe. Well, <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking it, about it. That's how you know when Jodeci's <laughs> old as fuck. When then, ooh yeah, goes to ooh. Well, it depends on what time it is. <laughs> is it past my bed? Oh, ooh, is it past yeah. nine thirty? <laughs> it's like the show, the after party, the nap. The nap. 
And then if we're at the hotel, we're going to make sure we turn the air up because it gets cold in here. It's like the show, the after party in the hotel where we hope they have a continental breakfast because we need yes. to leave her. Yes. We will be in bed. Are the eggs rubbery? We will be in bed by 8 o'clock. Is there free bacon? Where is I need to be in bed by 8 o'clock, KC? Where, where is that at? Like, it's like, damn, man, you fucking all these bitches all night. But like, no. Newports are what now? Like, $6 a pack? That's bullcrap. <laughs> He's like, no, I, I talked to them, and then they left after we prayed. Then I was promptly asleep by 8.30. Now, if you don't get the fuck out my way so I can get these biscuits... <laughs> I've got a, I've got a fucking fifty year old. I got a fifty fucking. Wait, Adina, I, Adina, I got, me, see these men me, out. Me and Adina have to get in this motherfucking van with my face fast signed on the side of it. But it's me twenty years ago. So we can go do this twenty year motherfucking wedding anniversary because apparently all the kids were created to her music, but the second husband that she married's kids were created to my. And they're paying us extra to come together. <laughs> See, I went to one of those shows, and the thing is, the niggas that really got it done back then, like, you're not shopping for fans. You're not like, please come see me. We're Bell Bib DeVoe. I went to a Bell Bib DeVoe show, and them niggas turned it the fuck out. Like, they even did, like, they did the old shit where you was like, oh, shit. You're like, oh, poison. Dude, they did poison. I was in that bitch. Like, dude, the thing is. Never trust a big button to smile. Dude, I was like, poison. Don't, don't dead, trust a big button to smile. It's like, looking for a mellow fellow like DeVoe getting paid late. So you better, I was getting it. That shit was fire. Even when Mint Condition came out and hit Mint that, they hit that, someone to love. My dude, he was I was shy. Dude, shy. And if I do that, dude. This is all the shit that we used to play to people yes. to try to get them to touch our no-no parts, and we was. In, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. And the thing is, now when you went to go see them when you were in your teens, you might be able to. You might get fucked up. There might be somebody packing in that crowd. Like somebody might whoop your ass after the show. Now. The same dudes that would whoop your ass, eh, they're the guys that may be selling you a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Or they may be the guys that say shit like this to you. Did you find everything you need here at Walmart? You ain't shooting nobody working aisle 17, man. You're, you're working lane 17. You're like, yeah, the guys that was like, oh, man, I can't go to that show. All the niggas going to fuck me up. Now you're like, what? Didn't you go see? And it's normally they give you a combo. They give you a combo. Hey, what did the dude that Adina Howard pulled on the stage? <laughs> yeah, like, that was you, dude. You were at the Josie yes! Adina Howard show yes! last night, but freak all through the day. Yeah, she pulled yeah, you on yeah. stage. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't wasn't your girlfriend the one that went on stage with As Yet? And she was, they were singing about <laughs> they, being inside of you. Yeah, all six yeah. of them. And then we watched she that left with them. <laughs> She but, was only 17. Like, how, how is Adina Howard's old graham cracker smelling pussy? <laughs> she old as fuck now, but she don't even do. She just farts and dust goes yeah, that's up. That's right. Like, why but is she's that? a freak in the morning, freak in the evening, but she don't get past the evening but, part. But why is it every time she queefs, it looks like one of the scenes from The Mummy where sand's going everywhere? <laughs> okay, we're leaving. We're done. What, we're, 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 we're done. done. Nope, we're no, done. We're done. We're done you right now. You can't nope. cut me off. Yes, I can. You can't cut no, nope, because you got, I'm uncuttable. You got a commander and fucking where? Team. No, she blames me for everything. From my what, cu- is, what does Mickey Mouse say? From my Mickey Mouse says from my culinary non excellence. You're, you're what? Culinary non. Let's say that again. Say that three times fast. Culinary, culinary, culinary. You can't do it. Culinary nigga. Freak in the morning, freak in the evening, especially when the killing cook for me, bitch. Yeah. Oh, nothing but a G thing, baby. Oh. 
You're you're getting off. No, you're done. You can't cut me <laughs> off. I'm being serious. Well, so wait, wait. We're not dealing. What do you no. think about the the hour and the fifty nine minutes no, spot? I'm good. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters. That no, it we're in. No, nope, we are. Look how blue that guy. <laughs> that was awesome. It is. That's fully blue. I'm. We're cutting. I'm no, cutting you you're off. You're not cut. You can't yep, cut me off. It's happening right no, now. You're not. Thank you for coming on the show. I can't believe he just cut me off. I just want to let everybody out there, no, everybody, no, all, no, 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 all no, 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 the thirteen no. fans that listen to Jabbo and the team, oh, it, it's going to be sixteen now because I'm here. Two okay, we're gonna we're gonna gain two. two it's going to be a Dina Howard and the <laughs> Dalvin, Mister Dalvin, Dalvin the Great. Like, well, I want to welcome you to the show. You'd be like, I wasn't listening to this. So y'all niggas started talking shit about right. my dad. <laughs> I love I, I love Mr. Don DeGray. Two things. What? A, you are not going to act like I'm kicking you off here because you, fuck I, you. you, you Two, wait. you will. Full blown. I will what? It doesn't have I to be. I will what? You, you will go ahead and tell them the truth. Tell what? Why I go tell you them? Have you have a what? significant other I do. that is sitting at she work loves me. that would like a fucking Sammy. She wants a Sammy. She wants to see your fucking face and a sand. And I'm going to go into AT&T and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a black card down on the counter. <laughs> she like Wait. that. She like, that's not a black be, card, baby. A- that's your dick. We already created two uh, babies with that. I yeah. want something that's going to get me some. <laughs> You're going to give her food. No. Yes, you are. No. That's not what Jesus wants. It is. No. You better come up with a quirky ass sign off because you quirky know mine. Sign off. You know what mine is. I've already said. I said yours in the beginning and wanna, it worked. You want to do a new one? What, what are you going to do? You can do a new one. You're a fucking co-host. I'm the co-host. No. 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 That doesn't work. It sounds like somebody's hitting the back of your throat with a dick and you're trying to get it. Maybe that's why he says that. Is that why he says that? I can't bash him. You can't. I can't all the time. I give him shit on the show while we're recording. I can't do it. I, have a guest I feel like I need my own coffee cup that has Jabo and the nuts on it. I don't need Jabo and the tea. You want me to make you a logo? It, it's it'd, it'd be much better looking than that one. That that'd be kind of well. Before we break the new one, mm-hmm. I'll I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll make. Matter of fact, I will make you a coffee cup, and it will be a one of a one original. One of a one original, and it will be a. Jabo. We'll matter of fact, we will call this episode Jabo goes nuts. Jabo goes nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. It's fantastic. So you can do the sign off and everything. Because you're getting her her goddamn sandwich. I've got to come up with something cool. We've drank a half a bottle of. I Chicago. 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 She's in Chicago. You can't close. Sheboygan. You can't close off with fucking Sheboygan. Sheboygan. No. Okay. Look at the fuck about Sheboygan. Well, have you had fun? We'll, we'll talk you into it. If you can't, then I'll do what? it. If you enjoyed co-hosting the show. If I enjoyed co-hosting? Of, of Jabbo Goes Nuts? I should be the permanent co-host. Teep sucks. Yeah. That's four. I shouldn't have done. I'm sorry, Teep. I love no, you. No, you're not. Yeah. If you want, we can do the uh, Dark Knight thing where I snap a fucking pool cue in half and like we're holding auditions. <laughs> and, and leave I both. just want to come in and go, you know what? I want to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be kind of a... <laughs> no, you, we can't fight. You can't fight the co-host. Why? You can. Why? I don't... Because it's not what Jesus wants. Jesus, Jesus wants you to take a fucking two-piece year old lady. Two-piece? Not to say... No. Like nigga. Tong Po. We've already... <laughs> Come on, let's go. You want to go Tong Po? The worst fucking lot in that movie is where that nigga's like, Miley. Good fuck. And fucking John Claude's like, no! And she's just sitting there crying and rubbing that nigga's face. I'm like, 
you are the calmest rape victim I've ever met in my life. Like, Tom Poe doesn't look like he played music. It doesn't, he didn't like play he, Jodeci. No, he no, did not. No. If he, he played play Jodeci, he looked like he, he played. Didn't play Boys he looked Men. like he played he the beautiful played people. He looked like he played the beautiful people by Manson and only did anal. Like he doesn't like beautiful for, people, beautiful people. <laughs> Good fuck. I'm like no, like my no. Come on, Tom Poe. He's like that's my ass. I know. Yeah. Like fucking. And then he woke up the next morning. He was going last night. <laughs> I was He's inside like, of you. That is not a rape. I made love. I'm Tom. Oh, El Poso. Oh, El. Everybody sounds like no. El Tom Poe. El Po. El. I am El Poe. Getting raped by me is a music video. (laughs) God, okay, no, we're stopping. No, nope, we're stopping. What Jesus wants? Thank you, thank you for. Nope, it is. Thank you for coming. Ask ask the Reverend Don DeGreat. Call him up right now. Nope. Come on, what's what's, 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 and I, for some reason, I feel that just because your son is the one that made everybody fucking Jodeci, kind of feel like he might have a gun on the pulpit. But with his nigga Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm done. I can't insult men of the clergy. Thank you for co-hosting this. I can't say, I don't even want to say another episode of Jab on the Team. Thank you for co-hosting the first episode the very first. of Jabbo Goes Nuts. One of one. <laughs> is there is there anything that you want to say for your own, for, for we cut her up? So there's, since we did this wrestling, I've got to come up with some good promo line. Cut one fresh. Mm. It's not like this isn't shit that you don't already know your way around. It so is. We're, we're not at like, I need you to build something out of popsicle sticks for the first time in your life. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fucking impossible. It's like, I need you to be you and talk about wrestling. You're like, oh, no, the fuck I must pull break this you. That fucking oh my god! Oh, I lost it, fucking dude. Hilarious. I lost it. I, was, just the fact. That I was like, why am I looking at this? And the fact that it just was so. Oh lord! Yeah. We're posting this today, are we? Yeah, we're not even going to edit it. Mm-mm. What if I said something that oh, hurt somebody's I, feelings? I'm going to edit shit. They're going to cancel me. That's not how that works. No. Are you gonna tell me? Oh, we'll finish okay. out. Your okay. Fi- so if I'm, you're gonna cancel me, if you're gonna cancel me, I got two words for you. Suck it. You want to do one shot before we close out? Okay, Thank shot. you for doing this fucking show with me. And we're gonna we're literally gonna do a shot before we close this out. Thank you for doing this fucking show with mm-hmm. me. It has been amazing. It has been awesome. It's about to get posted, so everyone's about to hear us fucking. So cut I can up. listen to this. You can listen to this while you're driving home. Wow. Yeah. I really just want to hear the opening because that, the opening was. It fire. was one take. It was. Good. It was one. I did type it a couple of days ago. We could but call one you take. one take Drake. But no, I, not, I don't know. Yeah. Here we go. Mm. So just because shot of in, that, shot out. Uh, if it's easy, take it. Or you can take it twice. God, I love you. <laughs> Thank y'all, motherfuckers, for listening, man. It's been a blast. Longest. Longest recorded episode of Jabbo and the Motherfucking Tea, which we have officially changed and named Jabbo Goes Nuts. Woo! <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.